This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. Cryptids are creatures that are not typically recognized by the scientific community. Their existence is based on alleged sightings with varying degrees of supporting evidence. Some of these alleged creatures' presence is believed to have been recorded in myth and legend, while others are thought to evolve from previously existing creatures into new variations. Guys, is Kent a cryptid? <laughs> that took a turn. Uh, I'm wondering now. Creepy, not cryptid. He said you were evolved. Oh, thanks. I'll take it. I don't know if Kent exists. You're right. Hey, did you myth me? Oh. <laughs> I'm off the show. Because oh, I used to pun? Yes. <laughs> Welcome to Bacon Cell. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And I'm Zach. And I'm not. Hey, hey. wait a minute. Oh, wait. Hey, guest. <laughs> it's supposed to be official. Sorry. We'd like to welcome our guest, Nicole. Nicole D. Hill, as we call her. Uh, you were on before. We did a whole show about common writer. Yes. One of your uh, passions. And that you were able to educate the, the world about. And us. And by the world, I mean our listener. I was able to introduce the bacon sale world to Starfish Hitler. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Which is a cryptid, <laughs> if you think about it. <laughs> our Starfish Hitler is probably a cryptid. Before we get into today's show, I do want to thank you for listening to our last show, which was the soundtrack of our lives. Yes. <laughs> and the, the bacon bit before, which it's, it was kind of a big weekend for bacon sale it last was. week. It was. There were some awesome comments, though. Really, I, I want to say, before we get into the comments on that episode, there were also some awesome comments about uh, Jake. Um, there are awesome comments about the show. And most importantly, I love Instagram because they were giving me lots of love. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So we rarely get comments on Instagram. Oh, I was getting lots of good ones. But we did, and they were centered towards you? Yeah, I love them. Were these your accounts? All, no. Okay. All Instagram followers on Bacon Sale, I love you so much. By the way, if you're not <laughs> following us on Instagram, you probably might want to soon because there may be a giveaway coming up for October. Speaking of, our first comment comes from at Braywin on Instagram. I think this is easily one of my favorite episode arts ever, and I have to agree. Good job, Ken. It was one of, of the lives. easiest art, the jock jam episodes art I've ever put together because it was just us jumping. And yep. yeah, and we, there is a backstory behind this. I want to save it for the end of the year when we talk about it the year previous. <laughs> but really, it was so easy to put together. I just needed pictures from each of us, which you can actually see if you're a patron at uh, patreon.com. We're going to release the raw photos of us doing jumping poses. Yeah, there. It, was, it was a jock jams inspiration. Yeah. April Baker on Twitter says, my high school song is an easy pick thanks to the sophomore English assignment called Music is Poetry, where we got to pick any family-friendly song and mark the meter of the lyrics. Did you guys do this in no. school? Yeah, it's it's. I did a similar thing. Our teacher put it on the overhead to review. Remember those? I remember yes, overhead. Yeah, I love overhead. And then she played the song. One student picked Pink Floyd's Another Brick in the Wall, which became the high school anthem from that day forward. Oh, very cool. Nice. Yeah. And then I also love where Scott McKay said the best part of the episode was Kent's reaction to Jacob changing high schools to play football and basketball. <laughs> Still don't believe it. <laughs> Not Neither true. I. Uh, yeah, no, it was really fun. One of my favorite things as I scrolled through the social media stuff for Bacon Cell is people were sharing their own playlists. Mm -hmm. And it was fun to see all the different people and their, their songs. I got to learn some new songs. I got to see some old classics. I got to realize that some people were as old as me. It was a great experience. I'm older than you guys, and it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> not to mention, I really do think that you know it helped us kind of get to know the vibe of someone that you might not have known before. So exactly. yeah, I looked through all of the lists of everybody who shared on the various social media platforms, and really cool stuff. Yeah, a lot of hip, hipster respect from me. Oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah, for sure. No, I really enjoyed the show too. I really enjoyed that you guys took my idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it was a baking council idea. It was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was a discussion. <laughs> uh, also, we got a new iTunes review. Yeah. yeah. 
This one's from Louis Louis Spade. Not Louis Spade. It's Louis Spade. It says, Joel, Kent, and Zach, R.I.P. Jacob, provide weekly pop culture discussions full of family-friendly comedy and insightful reviews. Be prepared to quickly move through the large backlog of past episodes only to catch up to the present and impatiently wait for each week's upload. Also, don't freak out when Mama Joel and Papa Kent argue. <laughs> You're the mama? I'm the mama. I'm the papa. That's After the mama. <laughs> After the Hopper debate, they can overcome anything. Definitely Aww. an upper tier one show. Oh, wow. Upper, tier, upper one. tier one. Wait, that upper. show is upper tier one? Or no, our, our show. show. Our show. Few, do we get five stars? Yes, five stars. Okay, good. Yes. Upper tier one. Four stars. <laughs> Three stars. <laughs> we love seeing your reviews on iTunes. Thank you for that, uh, Louis Spade. And thank awesome. you for all those who left iTunes reviews so far. We really do appreciate it. Love thank you, dear. You. But that's not what we're talking about today what are we talking about today nicole we're going to be talking about monsters wait 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 wait, 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 wait. not exist monsters it's not october it's september (laughs) we gotta stop it no people know that we save all spooky stuff for october in fact we get in trouble when we take it a little bit past so what are we doing here this is you know maybe we'll say (laughs) this isn't halloween monsters this is everyday monsters i love it this is a tipping point is that our loophole (laughs) that's our loophole okay we only got four mondays this year (laughs) yeah now we say monsters there's a word here and nicole i have to say I really did not have a conscious, like, stored memory of this word mm-hmm. until I met you and until you discussed it. <laughs> I love bringing you the, the word odd stuff. Cryptid. Mm-hmm. C-R-Y-P-T-I-D. Mm-hmm. Which Zach gave the description for at the beginning of the show. Yes. You and, guys will do it better, but yes. And we've heard of cryptozoology, uh-huh. right? So basically... Which is a really her. cool zoo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So cryptozoology is basically the study of hidden creatures. So cryptid is a hidden creature that possibly could exist, have existed, or is not existent. So okay. <laughs> so it's folklore. So just think of like legends, a, urban uh, legends. Yeah. So it's like a, a crypt, you know, have you seen like cryptic messages? It's mm-hmm. just a cryptid, you know? Yeah. So well, and, and you gotta figure what, it don't, out be, don't be too uh, weirded out by this term. We're basically talking about mythical creatures. Bigfoot. Loch Ness Monster. I try to think of other random ones that big people ones that people know. Mothman. Mothman prophecies. That's what I would say. Yeah, the, say. the movie Mothman prophecies. Yeah, Mothman <laughs> prophecies. <laughs> but like you named those and that's sure we can think about those. But Nicole has brought to the table 32. And by the way, she has more. But 32, <laughs> 32. of these cryptids, which we know three to four. And mm-hmm. so when we describe a lot of these, we are going to actually paint the picture for you. Mm-hmm. So you can maybe visualize in your mind, maybe do some Google searching after this one. <laughs> Please do. That was one of my favorite things doing oh, this they- research was just Googling pictures. And there's some videos out there of these creatures, you know, confirmed or unconfirmed, yes. but it's just fun to see what people think they look like or what they look like. So when I, when I presented this to you, and I, I said this to my friends as well, that they, I'm like, we're going to have a cryptid contest. And they're like, is there enough? And I'm like, oh my gosh, a lot of people, oh. most people know the big four or five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you guys said them. So Bigfoot, Nessie, Mothman, and Chupacabra. That's yes. usually what they go for. And a lot of people will put in the Jersey Devil as like yeah. the other f- big one. So well, <laughs> when I was a kid, uh, there was a book that I checked out almost every time I went to the library in elementary school called America's Very Own Monsters. And it was all about like Bigfoot and Skunk Ape and Mothman, mm-hmm. the Flatwoods Monster, a mm-hmm. giant cat that's in the White House. Like there's all these different <laughs> like monsters. In that, the White House? It's like a ghost cat that haunts mm-hmm. in the White House. I love it. And so like I, I loved that kind of thing. And but I, So I knew some of them. But even then, you whittled down a list of how many. You had how I, many in the show? I, well, well, 
I had a list of 103. Whoa. <laughs> and I was, I, was plan- I was thinking, well, maybe I could do a 64 list. I'm like, no, we'll boil it down to 32 because we're going to be doing a lot of talking about these creatures. So <laughs> Yes. So what do you think the reason is for these cryptids to exist in folklore? Because some of them aren't well known. Do you think it is that each culture, because we're going international with this one. And I made that. And that's one of the reasons why I'm like, I'm trying to get all different corners of the earth. So uh, do you feel like parents or, you know, grandparents created stories to scare the youth? Or do you think it's people making too much moonshine I, and they think they saw something in the woods? I think it's a little bit of everything. I think people have always been curious about the unknown. I think okay. people have always had a good imagination. But uh, like a, a lot of stories, especially when it has to do with a uh, woman creature it's usually to scare kids because kids tend to go off on their own a lot of times water monsters are there so Mm -hmm. they don't go into the water not drowned so in a way it could be for their safety in Mm -hmm. a way it's just because people just want to have fun or have it be an imagination or sometimes people do see something that you can't really explain and I mean, I've been there sometimes. You're like, what was that? You know, it most likely was a deer, but... Yeah, but if you're camping and you see something, and it could just be a moose, but you think it's something See, this is why I don't camp anywhere. I listen to too many podcasts, and it's either (laughs) Bigfoot or a serial killer that's going to get me, and I'm like, I can't camp anymore. Sounds bad. bear. It could just be a regular old bear. (laughs) Just a bear. That too. (laughs) Well, that's the thing about... The interesting thing I found is, uh, because, Nicole, you gave us a very wonderful, like, above and beyond research level spreadsheet or like PDF yeah. that had pictures and it has dates and it has like descriptions, mm-hmm. which we also put on patreon.com so yeah. patrons can see that. But it is interesting to me that some of these monsters are definitely vicious and definitely scary mm-hmm. where the other ones are helpful almost mm-hmm. and they're not scary at all. Or some just hide. They're really mm-hmm. skittish and they yeah. just don't want to be just, seen. They're just like, um, they're, yeah. they're, they're, like they're as curious as of you as they are we are them and they're just like nope don't want to deal with this (laughs) so i think the point of this because we are doing a bracket show here Mm -hmm. the point of this is that we are treating each of these because the scientific community could be like obviously we would have found more proof of these Mm -hmm. uh instead of just hoaxes or people making something up we need more proof and so these don't exist so why would these fight in a battle we are treating these as if the legends are real and they will Mm -hmm. fight to the death and there will be a winner there will be one supreme cryptid one cryptid to rule them all and i have an idea who it might be Already? Oh. You already picked yeah. a have you listened to Bacon Sale? Yes, I have. And so, I've... Nicole, you are the expert here, and we're going to ask for your <laughs> expert advice. But know that we may not always agree with you. I know, but I have I have my idea. Because um, here's the way it's going to work, Nicole, is we have our bracket, which you can actually download and print out yourselves at uh, BaconSale.com. This will be the funniest. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be random. People yeah, you're going to bring the whole, all your coworkers and friends. <laughs> sure. Explain to them who, who some of these people are. But uh, we're going to go through, and we're going to pit these against each other uh, two by two. And if we agree, they advance. If we agree who's going to win, they advance. Mm-hmm. If we don't agree, there's going to be a tiebreaker. And basically, Nicole, you may be the expert, but we may be killing off some of your favorites because we have terrible There's only opinions. one that I'm going to be sad. <laughs> you guys already know who it is. It's probably Jeff the Talking Mongoose. It's Jeff. <laughs> and you guys are, everyone's going to love Jeff. My name's Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> All right, Zach, get us started. All right, for our first matchup, we have, oh, this is a big one. We have Bigfoot. Against the Flatwoods Monster. Mm. Now, we all know what Bigfoot looks like because we've seen the video of him kind of walking away, a little bit scared. So <laughs> yeah. he's Pat- a large ape-like Patterson creature. Gimli film. That yes. Patterson yeah. Gimli film. And he's, he's generally, and he or she, or there could be a family at six to nine feet yeah. is what we're thinking for the description of it, generally inhabits the forests of North America. 
also known as Yeti, Yowie, Skunk Ape, Almas, Hibagon, Nagori Rung, Boggy Creek, Swamp Monster, and Yaren. There's going to be so many bad pronunciations. <laughs> yeah. on this show. I'm excited. That's a lot of names. It's I just a, call him Tom. <laughs> <laughs> it's Daryl, according to Pro- Progressive. <laughs> <laughs> No, the Sasquatch is found throughout the whole world. I mean, like you said, Yeti is most of the Himalayas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Skunk Ape. I'm just putting all the Sasquatches into I know into Bigfoot. Yeah, so you got Skunk Apes, and you, you got stuff all over the. This is one cryptid, Mike, that might be possible because there's so many years of history with people seeing these. Native yeah. Americans have their own name for the hairy ape man, mm-hmm. and then so many other people have seen it. Yeah. So, Going against the Flatwoods Monster. Yes, and yeah. so this is uh, primarily found in West Virginia. It's an alien humanoid about 10 feet tall and 4 feet wide with a cowl in the shape of an ace of spades behind its head. Yeah. So basically just think a big, like, I don't know what to call it, like big cardboard cutout behind its head. <laughs> Glowing eyes and wearing like a green dress. Yeah. It's right? right. It says the body is a metallic armored structure, although some people say it's a metallic, the, the Frametown Monster, which is a similar creature, mm-hmm. Uh, has a metallic bottom half and then like reptilian upper half. And this monster is found in Majora's Mask, Zelda Majora's Mask, really? and fall, uh, Fallout 76 as well. What area was it again? Uh, West Virginia. It's in West Virginia. Take me home. <laughs> and then Bigfoot, uh, Pacific Northwest primarily, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. Well, that, it's mostly seen up there, but like I said, it could be worldwide. Yeah. yeah. So. so some of the weapons of the Flatwood Monster has nauseating gas. <laughs> And by the way, it doesn't mean it's, it just means around it. It's an aura. Um, sorry. There are I better should've. ways to say that. Context. <laughs> Sounds like my last boyfriend. <laughs> and, small, and small claws. Yes, wow. he has. Well, the one thing it says, it says uh, he has small toy-like arms. Yes. Which I just pictured like a little T-Rex. With a green dress. Arms. Yeah. And Bigfoot, we know, is just like brute strength. He is, he's a bit he's skittish, also, though. He's also a pacifist and a vegetarian, according to Harry and the Hendersons. Well, it doesn't mean he has to <laughs> according eat. To- <laughs> It doesn't mean he has to eat whoever he's killing. <laughs> is that who's who's it? Is that John Lithgow? Is in there? Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying Bigfoot wouldn't even fight? In I'm this saying one? Bigfoot would probably need to be provoked into this fight. But Bigfoot also has the ability to disappear. I mean, he's avoided 4K yeah. cameras for a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so of all of these. Okay, Kent, who are you going for? So I've seen enough movies about Sasquatches to know that it's not just him being afraid to know that they're actually really territorial. They will run and hide, but they will wait until you're isolated. In fact, they steal women to make their own sort of like compounds. It's it's a weird... What? It's yeah. a creepy thing to make their wives. What Bigfoot movies are you watching? <laughs> Willow Creek is one of them, for example... Just a lot of weird stuff, but they are actually really scary, and the noises they make they, chill you to the bone. Yeah, you, you actually could go online and hear the the Bigfoot whoops. They go, whoop, 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 like that. Okay, that did not chill me to the bone, Nicole. <laughs> no, but You're I ruining mean, they're, my they're, point. They're, they're, they're a lot, lot Arsenio they, Hall fans. But they also, they also like to throw rocks. To that doesn't seem intimidating. Hey, Big, oh, the Bigfoot's a kind of, girl. Eh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, a rock to them could be a boulder to your head. That's true. (laughs) And I'm sure for the Flatwood Monster with its tiny toy-like arms trying to throw a rock. Boulders are just really large grains of sand. That's all they are. (laughs) Okay, Joel's Twitter. (laughs) I think this one is easy. I think it's Bigfoot. He would have to be provoked, yes, but he would win. Based on everything I've heard, Bigfoot is a large Ewok. Yeah. Chewy. So Chewbacca is a Bigfoot. Oh, hey, <laughs> how about that? Welcome to Star Wars. I, the thing is, I think Bigfoot is a pacifist, but I also think the Flatwoods monster doesn't have much going for it. Otherwise, it's sulfuric odor. Yeah. 
And that's so a better way to say a that. Big advantage. It is, but at the same time, but you got to remember, Bigfoot stinks pretty bad too. Yeah. He does. So here's the thing. I think that I think that I think the Flatwoods monster releases its gas. <laughs> that's and, okay. And Bigfoot gets angry. Like he's like, you know, it's in his eyes. He's angry, and so he just starts swinging and ends up just clobbering the Flatwoods monster and knocking him cold. So, okay, so he gets mad at smells. He, at at the, the smell of the Flatwoods yeah. monster. So Flatwoods monster, I say, goes out. Yeah, I Nicole, think we all agree here. Go for it. Is it a sweep? Yeah. There we go. It's a sweep. <laughs> Bigfoot. Bigfoot moves on. Wait, Joel, you were worried about pronunciation. I have to announce these matches. I know. <laughs> oh, That's why I'm so excited. Geez. It's okay. I have Nicole here to correct yeah. me. <laughs> Next up, we have Ninjin mm-hmm. from Antarctica versus Jabba Fofi. Jabba Fofi <laughs> from the Congo so, or Star Wars, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> to describe the Ninjin, it looks like a giant beluga whale man. And when it's, I say giant, I mean 20 nine. to 30 meters long. When you long. say whale man, it's like the body of a whale with like the face of a human. Sometimes. But it also has webbed hands and like arms. So it's like a mermaid, but like in a whale? No, it's, it's like a giant. Wait, it's a whale maid? A whale maid. Well, it doesn't have the fins, though. It really just has limbs, but a giant, like a thick rounder body depending on what deviant art you look at <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes its face looks like a manta ray for example whereas jibafufi as i like saying jibafufi <laughs> is a giant spider just yeah, that's straight all. up Jeez. giant spider but two to four feet is what we're talking yeah, about well they say at least which is big enough so it's a giant spider a brown tarantula like spider with a leg span of three to four feet first sighted around the 1890s uh that's terrifying so this one they say uh the jibafufi <laughs> I just like saying his name. And I don't know if it's even correct, but I just that's how I said it in my head. They dig down, they kind of hide a burrow, and they put mm-hmm. trip wires all around. Yeah, and they can camouflage themselves. And they camouflage well. themselves. And if someone comes by and trips the trip wire, they will chase after them and, and lead them, like chase them into their web, and then they will then be tied up, and then Jibbafofi gets them. Yeah, there's, people will recognize them from uh, Harry Potter. Yeah, Aragog. And Lord of the Rings. Um, Shelob. 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 Yeah. I got it before you. It's okay. Kid. Yeah. <laughs> so I won on both. So <laughs> just think of it as something like that. All right. So Nicole, who do you think is going to win who this I, battle, and yeah. how? Who do I think is going to win? Yeah. I'm going to go with the spider. Yeah. How is Jibba, how is Jibba Fofi going to beat Ning, Ninjin? Well, the Ninjin Ning, also Ningen? has been known to come onto land. So. <laughs> so what's okay. Here's, here's why I'm going to dispute you on this one. <laughs> Go for it. Giant spiders are freaky. No one would want to see giant spiders. <laughs> but guess what? Giant spiders, compared to a giant, are regular spiders. <laughs> <laughs> this thing does trap things in its webs. But if you're a giant, that's Can't. like you being trapped by a spider. But let me tell you one thing. How do you react around regular spiders? Oh, I'm not afraid of them. I'm not afraid I just of kill them. I saw you scream like a little girl. <laughs> Oh, don't go back to the newlywed game. I kill him with <laughs> tissues like a ninjin would to a jibba fofi. Here's what bugs me about ninjin, though. Ninjin was created on the Japanese online forum website 2channel. So basically, this is a creature that was made up by 4chan before, like, half Joel, of 4chan. Joel, these are real. These are real. Well, actually, it was created we're talking about. after. <laughs> we have to have that. They, they had some fishermen down there in Japan that, was, that actually ran into this. They thought it was a submarine at first. That's how, they, 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 that's how big it was. That's how big it was. They say about 20 to 30 meters long, which is... And so that there's, there is debate whether the Japanese government is covering this up. The Probably. pictures are kind of creepy, actually. Yeah, they are. Anything but that like hides underwater, adorable. it scares me. But, I mean, they're adorable, but they're huge. But you're also talking about the Antarctica. Uh, Antarctic, Where nothing can live, yeah. Yeah, like a lot, well, lot of strange things are down there, like Predator. 
Also, <laughs> like Predator, the thing. By the way, the yeah. people, uh, the Baca people, they actually are, you know, they give the, the spiders a, a wide berth. Mm-hmm. They, they don't, don't want to mess with them, but they also want to kill them because they are considered a delicacy. Apparently, Jibba Fofi is Jibba Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I think the ninja would love to just crush them under his foot because they're Does regular spiders. Yes, he has a foot. He I, has limbs. He has arms and legs. I saw him in the picture. He looked like a, basically a whale with the face. <laughs> You look. Well, look at the picture I looked at. Yeah. Are you talking, Anywhere you look at are you Google talking about, about the one, the, the one picture where it looks like he's wearing skinny jeans and a beer belly? Yes. Okay. He's a little bit top heavy. I'm going with Nicole's <laughs> but picture. But he's skipping like It's a merman. <laughs> it, but it's like, like it's like a salamander face with the body with arms and then the body of a. So merman. do you are you giving to the spiders? I think the venom might have an effect on Ninjin. They're just regular spiders. This thing is 90 feet tall, and they are two to four feet. I oh. want one more round talking about Jebba Fofi. <laughs> <laughs> and for that reason, you guys do take it. Jebba Fofi wins? Jebba Fofi. <laughs> really? What do you think? I, I think that I want to hear Joel say Jebba Fofi some more. <laughs> Jebba Fofi. And our next round, we have Hodag from Wisconsin. Hodag. And Enfield Horror from Illinois. So a hodag looks like a smiling frog lizard with giant teeth and spines down adorable. its back. He is adorable. He's not adorable. He Look at him. Chill. Look at that. He's like Falcor. So he's like a large bullhorned <laughs> carnivore. And like I said, like he's got this, this frog head, but he's like always smiling with his sharp teeth. He also has tusks. And he's kind of got the back of a dinosaur and the tail of a dinosaur as well. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the infield of horror. He looks like if like if if like a cat had uh, like battle cat. He looks like battle oh, cat. Oh, battle yeah. cat. Yeah. Kind of has he man. He's a smaug face. And then we have the Enfield horror on the other side, mm-hmm. who's kind of a go for trying to describe this. Oh, he looks like <laughs> a three-legged gray goblin to me. But he, he, he so he's I, three-legged I actually, and he has. Little arms of pit. I said he looks like the Rancor from Return of the Jedi. But yeah. a tiny baby one? Yeah, but like he's got three legs and, the, and arms between his legs. He's four and a half feet tall. He almost defies description because he's just creepy. He runs around at night and kind of doorbell ditches people. Well, scratches <laughs> at the door. He likes to scratch things. But like there were like a bunch of sightings in one night. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I the thing that I thought was actually kind of funny was the fact that they explained when they were talking about the possible explanations for this. They said that he is uh, probably a kangaroo. A kangaroo. Which, <laughs> an escaped kangaroo, which probably would have, that's what explained the three legs, because like two well, big legs and a tail. And they also said in the description that he can bound 50 feet in three leaps. Yeah. So maybe He's a kangaroo. Superman. But he did, I was going to say, he <laughs> stepped on a little boy's shoes. One of the, one of the witnesses, he stepped on his shoes and it ripped up the shoe just by stepping on it. The- <laughs> It's incredibly creepy to have something scratching on your door at yeah. night waiting to come inside. Especially something with short, stumpy arms tipped with taloned hands. Meanwhile, you have the hodag. They think it's the spiritual incarnation of the abuse animals have suffered at the hands of their masters. So, so he's getting justice. So he wants revenge. Also, hodags are considered hoaxes, but that's because the MACUSA Department of Nomad have been protecting wow. them. So <laughs> they have... No. What? You got Camp Cannon now? No. <laughs> Fantastic Beast is not canon. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> I will not accept it. So we have the Hodag, and honestly, the Hodag is probably, what does it say, about six feet from head to tail. Mm-hmm. Seven feet long, 30 inches, and 200 pounds, and then and four and a half foot. And four is about five feet tall. I mean, these are comparable. Yeah. But uh, by the way, the Hodag was actually taken down by a couple hunters back in uh, 1893. <laughs> When they used hunting dogs, rifles, and squirt guns loaded with, quote, poison water to attack Hodag. Poison water. I don't know what that, that means. That will come up later, I'm sure. <laughs> so I'm going to go first on this one. Go for so it. This the is a hard one. Enfield Horror, this is what it comes down to. 
what they are known to do is mutilate children and animals. Hello. And I think it's it's not even the We're children not part. October. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's the mutilating animals part that will just infuriate the hoe deck. And so I think it will be a good chase because they will run really quickly. In fact, the Anfield Horror might be quicker based on its leaping ability. But I think just for the justice that the Hodag will need, it will not quit until the Infield Horror is over. Ah, that's a, that's a good argument. That's a hard one. <laughs> and none of these are easy because no. who knows? But here's the thing, Ken. You have been around kangaroos. Yeah. What, what, how powerful is their kick? Oh, my gosh. They've been They're known powerful. to kill people. If when I was down in Australia, they've, they've actually been known to kill. You're talking well, about okay. the reds. They're, the big yeah. reds, which are about seven feet tall. Yeah. This is a four and a this half This is Enfield Horror. He's basically. So he's, he's a wallaby. Well, he's, he's a, yeah. He's a hairless. Um, excuse me. What is he? <laughs> he's a wallaby. A wallaby. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, hair, a hairless kangaroo. A big red hairless kangaroo mm-hmm. gets on his hind legs. Well, two, uh, the, the back third leg and then kicks the uh, hodag in the spine third legs in the sharp tail he's got his tail like he's coming at him laying the scaly skin he's got a soft underbelly he does now in the picture he does which he, picture because the he, one on Nicole's spreadsheet because he likes belly rubs <laughs> is that canon don't we all if fantastic beast is so canon, you're saying if he's canon. up on his hind legs and he gets to a soft underbelly somehow I'm saying he kicks the crap out you of you don't Kodak. think the tail could swing over with its spikes on it and puncture the Enfield Horror. And after the first kick, he's flying across the room. When he's up on his soft underbelly? Yeah. <laughs> I don't see that happening in any world because he's on all fours. Nicole. This is a tough one, man, because it's true because he's got... I love that we're fighting over this stuff. <laughs> the Enfield Horror does have the leaping ability, so he could get away really quick. But uh-huh. I I think Kent actually got me on this one. I can't believe I'm inside with Kent. <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. You can't play your hand like that? <laughs> but when you're saying that Hodag has has the the urgency to go after, you know. Yeah, anything that hurts animals. That hurts animals, you know. I'm kind of liking the Hodag. I'm rooting for the Hodag. 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 You <laughs> just voted for a, a, a creature that smells like a combination of buzzard meat and skunk perfume. You know what? I'm pretty sure my dog smelled like that before I gave him a bath <laughs> today. <laughs> so, and I still love him. All right. So there you go. Hodag. That was, that was a good one. That was a good matchup. This is going to be the weirdest show we've ever and done. And we encourage a, you. The, Each time we bring up a creature, I encourage you just to do a quick Google oh, no. search. All right. Next up, we have Luska. From the Caribbean versus Greys or Zeta Reculans. From hold on, outer so. space. <laughs> Zeta Reticulans. Yes. They say they basically operate from military bases around the world. The, the Greys. Yeah, the Greys. Well, like okay. the US, UK, Canada, so, Australia. Little gray men, which is funny because when alien sightings were first occurring, they were gray. Mm-hmm. And it was actually because of a misprint in a paper that they wrote it as green men. And little green men became mm-hmm. the running thing ever people call it. And, and they meant to do gray? They meant they to do, do gray. gray. It was supposed oh. to be gray. And it was a misprint. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I just think it's hilarious. Like there's an episode of X-Files, very early of X-O, X- episode of X-Files when he says something about little green men and the most yeah. like, it's gray. Actually, right. their skin is gray just to <laughs> get back at him. Meanwhile, yeah. we have the Luska, which is basically from the sci-fi channel. Octoshark. It's Sharktopus. <laughs> and it could like be Octoshark. It, it could be a giant squid, giant octopus, yeah. but the, the popular depiction is the Sharktopus. Yeah. So picture, yeah, shark head with like octopus fins. Or octopus fins, good heavens! Octopus <laughs> tentacles. tentacles. But the thing about the, the the thing about Luska is that all these attacks seem to be tentacle attacks, like with suction marks on these people's legs, and mm-hmm. they grab them with the, the things. And I'm like, you have a shark head. Use it once in a while, Luska. Well, that's the thing. They pull them down, and then 
it feeds itself. But yeah. why not just jaws it, da, da, chomp? So are you saying like that is a detriment to it that I'm it only uses? Because remember, tentacles they also have like suction. pokers in them and suction in them as well. But then you look and at can the, distract with but black. Look ink. at the little gray men. Yes, the Zeta reticulans. They are human-like with small bodies, gray-colored skin, and right. large hairless heads and large black eyes, and they can communicate telepathically. That's true. They also have technology. They do. And they also have... They uh, can stop watches. <laughs> they also have submersible UFOs. So. Okay, are we giving them a UFO? Because this does seem like an environment sort of thing. Well, I'm pretty sure... Because I would say there's lots of grays, but I think if grays are caught out on their own, yeah, there's strength in numbers, but they're still but kind a, of... The telepathic abilities, I'll give it to them. Right. But I don't think they've got like a grand UFO what because you, they could dom- They could nuke you, okay, every creature let, on this let, list. But let, what have you ever seen one of those one of those uh, flying saucers use weaponry? Let me, let me... On every sci-fi movie ever? No, they're always dropping them down and these guys are coming down and taking people back up to the ship. But let me... Let me the let second me, most so American do that movie to, ever? Couldn't they do that to every cryptid on this but list, let me, though? Let me say, let me say Luska is considered an animal. What about cattle mutilations? They do that. So they're able to... The greys do that? The greys do the cattle mutilations. So they could actually take... If cows it, had shark faces, I don't think they'd be doing <laughs> that. But they're, they're also known to abduct various animals and various They people. do harvest biological materials. Yeah, so I would say they would actually... That would be a prime specimen for their collection. Because it's awesome. I would say the greys would want to take this. Well, they can't just abduct everything. Why not? That's well, a silly things, argument. But some things are going to get not be able to be abducted. Like a giant sharktopus? Uh, well, a giant sharktopus that looks like that could, a, By the way, it is 200 feet long. You think that could fit in a UFO? <laughs> this is like a minion. No, I have not. A kraken. <laughs> These are super cool. <laughs> by the way, I liked I like Nicole in your research. It talks about how there are basically two types of greys. Are like the larger ones that are kind of the in charge boss types, uh-huh. and, then, and then there are the second ones. Are there? They're the kind of the smaller ones, and they have to do the grunt work, such as you said here, <laughs> probing. <laughs> they're the ones that get stuck with that. They're the they're orderly. They're the ones that are uh, in the robot chicken sketches. <laughs> I'm throwing this out here just for humor because I think they'll win, but I think the greys need to tan a little bit and they're all going to go to the beach for a well, holiday. See, they, that's why they are nocturnal because that's why they have the gray pasty skin. They can't come out during the day. Well, sharks can swim at night. <laughs> they can. Uh, I, I think it, for the upset, I'm giving it to the Luska. Nicole? I'm going for the greys just because they have the intelligence. They're, they're, they know that they could get this guy. And they, How? like I said, they, they've abducted everything else on the planet to do experiments on. Why not this thing? I don't know. It seems like <laughs> too OP. Here's the thing. I see, I see Luska just wrapping up one of these greys in its tentacles <laughs> and start pulling it down. And mm-hmm. then the Luska makes eye contact with the reticulate gray and the gray just starts controlling his mind. And then gets him on the ship, and then they dissect him and have him for dinner. But what does that even <laughs> mean? Like, what mind is there to really control? I mean, it's like, oh man, I was thinking about Lu- eating you, but thing. now I'm gonna. The Luska think about is not. On my ship. The Luska is basically just a, a. It's a. It's a creature. It's an animal. It doesn't have the higher level of thinking that the gray does. So I think it's going to be easily manipulated by the gray. I think we got to take away the ship, but I think telepathy is fine. Well, especially on simple-minded creatures. Sure. Over tentacles and a shark head? I, 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 I go for Luska. <laughs> Luska 2020. Heck hey. yes. Okay, let me tell you something. My uh, One of my biggest fears, I'm not kidding. I love little aliens. I have them everywhere. But I don't want them... To, the thing that ticks me off about them is they come at night when you're asleep. I'm like, the greys? don't tick me off. Oh, by, have you ever swam at night? Most yeah. terrifying thing on the planet. Yes, yeah. I, I, I've actually scuba dived at night. Oh, that's awful. Oh. Yeah, and so <laughs> until me having someone come in the middle of the night, wake me up from my sleep to go get probed, that ticks me off even more. 
As it should. Because my sleep is very rare. If they, if they came to my house and be like, hey, knock on the door, hey, hey, you want to go for a UFO ride in exchange? We just got to do some medical experiments. Like, yeah, high five. Let's what? go see Saturn. Joel, what's scarier to you? Being probed or being eaten? <laughs> I'd rather not answer that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joel, what do you got? I already voted. You it's voted? Gray. It's gray. Gray yeah. goes on. All right. Next up, we have Skinwalker. Uh, from North American Native American culture. Versus Mapinguari? Mapinguari. From Mapinguari. Bolivia slash Brazil. So these skinwalkers, we've all heard about these legends, right? They have the ability to turn into possess or disguise themselves as an animal. Multiple, like different types of animals. Right. Yeah. And no, generally known as witches among the Evil dark witches. side of the Navajo yes, community. There, there, yes. is, there is the kind of the light side witches and dark side witches. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they have the, the they're, they're shamans. Yeah. They're, 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 they're the good witches. But what happens with skinwalkers to become a skinwalker? You have to do something very sinister. Like sell your soul, basically. Basically, like do kill terrible. a family member. To, you have to kill someone that you love very dearly to get mm. these powers. You're talking husband, children, wife. Basically, it's like creating a horcrux. Yeah. Right. Whereas the Mapinguari, it looks like Bigfoot's ugly sloth-like cousin, but it's got a <laughs> gaping mouth in the abs. In the, in the, in the, in the and abs. it's also a cyclops. Yeah. And it's like seven feet tall. Wow. So we have a horrible person that can turn well, into any animal versus a kind of Bigfoot creature with a mouth in the stomach. Well, that's it. It has a mouth in the stomach and a single eye on its head. The map and Guari does. And I, I don't see much in powers and abilities. I mean, it's kind of like Bigfoot with less vision. <laughs> Yes. Got one eye. But they have been described as having just the worst odor ever smelled. It can yeah. render people what's, unconscious. What's, what's that going to do against Skinwalker, though? I, it's going to be real stinky. I don't want to delay this one very long. I'm voting for Skinwalker. I'm going for Skinwalker because the thing is, if you're, you're a shapeshifter, you probably shape. You can turn into that. an animal of that size. Yeah. I think it's going to use the pelt of the map and But glory. wouldn't it be cool if the Skinwalker, as a bear, <gasps> tried to punch it in the stomach and then the mouth ate the paw? Like the thing. Oh, that would be, be cool, sure. right? But yeah. I can imagine this. Now that he's defeated, the Skinwalker has defeated the Mapinguari, he can now wear the pelt of the Mapinguari, become the Mapinguari for the next round. That's Done. Oh, Skinwalker. there you go. Yeah. That was, that was a quick one. That was a good one. Come on. I Skinwalkers think, the, I think awesome. the next one's going to be pretty quick, too. All right. Oh my Fres- gosh. Next up, we have the Fresno Nightcrawler. From California. <laughs> versus the Jackalope. From Western United States. The Fresno Nightcrawler, I would describe as haunted pants. <laughs> yeah. Walk, walking pants. <laughs> wow. your nickname in high school? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yes. And, uh, then the Jackalope. I don't. It's a jackrabbit with antelope horns. But uh, it's got, it's, okay, out of all the Probably cri- featured in America's Funniest People. Uh, out of all the cryptos, the jackalope is the party animal. In certain lore, he's actually known to be a singer. He knows how to play guitar. And he loves his whiskey. So if you want to, you know. Is this he, a Disney version? No. <laughs> Early Disney? No. no <laughs> yeah. But jackalope have been known to sing by the way of singing. Like, get prey that way. So, well, yeah. Okay. okay, so the Fresno, the Fresno <laughs> Nightcrawler, it literally is like, Basically, legs. a pair of legs mm-hmm. and like walks. an alien head. Yeah, like of. A, kind of like a little squatty little head on top of right. a top of legs. And they have unlike Kent, which is mostly torso. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. They have video out there. If you go look up Fresno Nightcrawler video, they have like this kind of weird grainy footage of it. Mm-hmm. And it is unsettling if you saw it in person. But in a battle, I think Jackalope's going to take down the Fresno Nightcrawler. <laughs> okay, here's why I'm going to disagree. Oh, no. uh, so <laughs> you're going to put haunted pants? Yeah, I'll tell, I'll tell you why. Back in the day, hunters, and this is true, hunters were warned because they thought this was a real thing. In fact, this is kind of real because there's a thing called the Shope papilloma virus, which causes fossilized tumors to appear on a rabbit, and they can Uh look like horns. And so that's kind of where this comes from. But hunters were told to avoid jackalopes by wearing stovepipes on their legs to avoid being gored in the legs. 
stovepipe pants. Stovepipe pants. <laughs> but the prisoner versus caught. a jackalope could kick that thing. And, and by the way, rabbits <laughs> die super easy if anyone's ever had a rabbit. This is a rabbit. This is a jackalope. Yeah, stovepipe pamps. Can't fast get through as there. fast can be. You're never going to catch him. You can kick him. <laughs> so I'm saying stovepipe pants <laughs> win. But the Fresno Nightcrawler, they don't have the stovepipe pants. That's all. That's it's legs. Choice. It's med- It's alien pants. <laughs> it's basically like the pants from Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Yes, there's no precisely. In- no, there's no intelligence to them. They're just wandering around. They look like pantaloons. Are you saying pair of legs don't have any brains? Yes, that is exactly <laughs> biologically. There's what a I'm head saying. on there. <laughs> Nicole, for the upset, what I, do you think? Uh, as someone from Wyoming and having the official cryptid of Wyoming being jackalope, I'm going with jackalope. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Fresno Nightcrawler. Yeah, I, I find the, the Fresno Nightcrawler, the videos, really disturbing and cool at the same time. Yeah, they're weird looking. And that's, that's the only time that people really see them is on uh, their cameras, on their porches and stuff. The, the legs would have kicked the rabbit. What, that's what, what I'm saying. But rabbit's guy super and, easy. You, you can break those. Okay. If you, fast. But if you see how the Fresno Nightcrawlers walk, they're yeah. very slow yeah. and very they're like methodic. Doopy doopy doopy. All right. <laughs> they're, they're, they're night strollers. The spiky bunny moves on. Next up, we have Jeff the Talking Mongoose. Yes. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> From the Isle of Man. Versus go for it. swing. What was that? <laughs> this is my favorite. So we have a talking mongoose named Jeff. G E F. Jeff. Give him the proper title. Jeff Before the Andre mongoose. the Giant, there was the eighth wonder of the world, and that was Jeff the Talking Mongoose. I feel like you're passionate about this. Please tell us more I about this. I love Jeff. <laughs> Okay. He's like so, my favorite cryptid ever. Okay, why? <laughs> I tell people, picture Ricky Gervais as a weasel. You know, <laughs> as an, you're losing <laughs> me. Weasel, yeah. More of a weasel. Yeah, he's like basically a, an mo- animal weasel, not just a jerk. He's, yeah, he's a mongoose that knows how to talk, and he knows how to. Well, he, back okay. So this family had this mongoose, mm-hmm. and at first he was just scratching through the walls and kind of a big nuisance. But then they took him in. And they, they, he started helping him out with the farm by c- catching things and stuff, as long as the family did what he wanted. <laughs> In fact, I read that he guarded the house against approaching guests yes, or unfamiliar he actually, dogs. He actually knew when guests were going to come before they actually arrived. So he kind of has the telepathy there. Yes. Also, one of the things he said, I love his quotes, by the oh, way. He's got so many good quotes. He says, here. and they said, what are you? He says, I'm the ghost in the form of a mongoose. I'm a freak. I have hands and I have feet. And if you saw me, you'd faint. You'd be petrified, mummified, turned into stone or a pillar of salt. He also, he I love Jeff. He's such a big <laughs> talker. Jeff. Other Jeff quotes include, I'll split the atom. I am the fifth dimension. I am the eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> I love I love this guy. I love this guy. <laughs> So, okay, but you're taking away from the Oswing. Yeah, We're going to call it the Oswing. Metanungal from the Philippines. Which is basically, Mom-a-gal. to describe it, it's a like a flying gargoyle type vampire, but I'm going to call it a vampire torso. Yeah, it's, yes. it's, it's a vampire. We talked about this actually on our vampire show back right. in Vegas Hill. But. So generally female, can separate upper torso and sprout huge bat-like wings. Yeah, so picture basically you got the Fresno nightworm that separates <laughs> from the top. <laughs> Where's my body? Yeah, that's what it is. Oh like, my gosh, they'd be such a good team up. They would be. Oh my gosh. Could it kill the jackalope? I don't know, you guys. I'm from Wisconsin. Uh, Wyoming. <laughs> but then, uh, so basically the, the, the top half of this woman, ghoul, yes. uh, sprouts wings and flies around. And then it has a proboscis-like tongue yeah. that sucks blood. Right. Popular in vampire lore. It preys on sleeping pregnant women. It haunts couples in love. 
It also mm-hmm. goes for grooms because uh, apparently the Oswing was left at the altar. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it, it stalks a lot of people, much but like vampire lore. Here's the thing about Jeff. Is that <laughs> Jeff the <laughs> Go on. Uh, is I that love he has a first name. He is, I was going to say, he is like, he's intelligent. They, they feed him chocolate biscuits and bananas and then mm-hmm. he ends up like protecting them and hunting things in the walls and taking good care of them. As I said this before, vampires are the most, creature, most fragile creature on the planet because the, the Oswang can be killed. At, are we going with Benanungal or Oswang? The first, because it's are funnier to say. Mamangal is the... Like vampires? <laughs> what would you say? Mamangal is the official type of Oswang. Oswang is like the larger group, Oh, okay. And Mamangal is like a subcategory. I'm glad now we know. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, <laughs> and this, but they like, warded off by garlic and salt and holy water and daggers and light and vinegar and spices and the tail of a stingray. So all Jeff needs to do is like roll in vinegar and garlic. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming if he knows where to get the biscuits and chocolate, he can get the garlic <laughs> and take out the vampire. Jeff the mongoose is moved. Jeff the talking mongoose is moving. Clean on. sweep. Jeff is amazing. Wow. You have a crush on him. I do. He's my favorite cryptid. I love him. When I first heard about him, I'm like, where's this guy been all my life? Talking mongoose goes on. <laughs> Next up, we have Black Shuck. From the British Isles. Versus El Chupacabra. From Mexico and Puerto Rico. So Black Shuck is a ghostly black dog. Very, very simple. Huge black dog. It's seen as an omen of death. And I think we may have talked about this on our werewolf show, among a few others on this list. Very possibly. Uh, it has fiery eyes, immense size, whereas the Chupacabra, which we've heard about mm-hmm. a ton. It's one of the big four. Y- yes. But the weirdest thing to me was that the Chupacabra is relatively new. Like like 1995. Really? Isn't was that, that the crazy? First one? Don't, you, yeah. don't you feel like that's been around for so long? But well, yeah. it's because we used to tell scary stories about the Chupacabra back then. So mm-hmm. I, I wonder how it started. And Chupacabra literally means the goat sucker. He will drain animals. He has three t- teeth that he will stab into animals and drain them of all their blood. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of got vampiric qualities as well. But as far as I know, he's not as fragile as a vampire. And apparently hops similar to a kangaroo. Yeah. yeah, a little bit, yeah. So, like, he's not, he can't run, he can just hop. So, the, 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 I like to compare uh, the Black Shuck to is Gamork from Neverending Story. That's how I oh. thought as well. Yeah. I think so, the Grim from, uh, like, Serious Black. Yeah, yeah, that as well. Well, actually, yeah. he is actually a Black Shuck. That's why a lot of people, they think he's a wolf, but he's actually Black Shuck. Oh. Yeah, so let's get technical here, people. Yeah. Come at me, Potter fans. So, <laughs> I'm going to just throw this out there. I think Chupacabra is creepy, although it's kind of varied descriptions of what he actually looks mm-hmm. like. Some say lizard-like, some say dog-like, but I think he'll use the tongue. I think Chupacabra will use the tongue to try to suck blood from the shuck. And this is, I can't believe I'm saying this <laughs> stuff. The weirdest and ever I think the shuck... Honestly, may get like the tongue may wrap or get into him or whatever, but claws would cut that tongue right in half. Mm, and I think see, then no. the goat sucker has nothing else. No, I th- see. Here's the thing. Because it doesn't have like giant teeth or anything. The black the dog shuck, does. The black shuck is basically a, a large goat that is just waiting to be attacked. <laughs> Aren't we all? It's a dog. <laughs> it's a dog. But at the same time, Chupacabra can take down cows. Yeah, cows don't fight back, by the way. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you guys have talked about cows a few times. Hungry <laughs> cows. <laughs> I just think that Chupacabra, I think Chupacabra is more sneaky. I think he's more agile. I think he's more vicious. I think Black Shuck, and, and Black Shuck sometimes is portrayed as having one eye, like a Cyclops uh-huh. eye. And I think one eye, he'll lash out that tongue, hit that eye. He has an eye single Black to Shuck death. No he's an omen will of be able to function. death. He, he is supposed to be an omen of death. Yeah, his own death. And he kills sinners <laughs> and those meant to die in the Chupacabra. I think By the way, not very sneaky. This is probably the most seen cryptid out there. Yeah. The, oh, what? Chupacabra? The cryptid, Chupacabra. It's like there, there are more stories about Chupacabra because it's popular also, than any other cryptid. Actually, that you're wrong. That would be Nessie. 
Oh, uh, <laughs> truth bomb. Tree. Well, hoaxes. I just think thing, I think things are looking pretty grim for Black Shuck. Uh, Joel, don't I give love, it to him I, on I the pun. Come on, Nicole. I don't know. It's it. I oh, this is another tough one. You got two like canines going nuts against each other. Canine slash lizard creature for chupacabra. I know. I. Ugh. I'm going with Chupacabra right ah, now. Yes. <laughs> you going with the popular vote? Boo. No, just because the sneakiness of him. And like you said, he the way that he would be able to to like stalk Black yeah. Shuck. Yeah. So Stalk an incredibly but, fast but, dog? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Use his tongue. His only weapon, his tongue. He has That's your teeth. only weapon. He has, short, he has short teeth. <laughs> Next up, we have the world famous Loch Ness Monster. From Scotland. Versus the slightly less famous Bear Lake Monster <laughs> from, from put, Utah had, slash Idaho. So I had to put a local in. Come the on. Loch Ness Monster is like a modern day plesiosaur. Plesiosaur? Plesiosaur. Yeah. And it's like, Big you know, it's a dinosaur. man. And uh, <laughs> Whoa. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Easy. And the Bear Lake Monster resembles a snake about 90 feet long. Yeah. Now, more like a crocodile. Yeah. Like an elongated yeah, like crocodile. Long body giant mouth. I One of the things I love about modern technology is that if I want to look up something mm-hmm. and see an image of it, I can. So I was like, I wonder, I've never seen Loch Ness, which is just Lake Ness. Right. And so I was like, I want to look this up. Loch. And so, Loch Ness. but Loch in Scottish, Loch. Is, is Scottish for lake. I looked up the lake. It's this long, skinny lake. Like, it's right. kind of crazy oh, how it's shaped. And Bear Lake is huge. It is huge. And so just looking at these different uh, lakes, I, I mean, lake-wise, I think Bear Lake wins. Well, that said, it's like shallow for oh, the most trust part. Trust me, Bear Lake's a lot Again, than Loch Ness. Again, much like Kent. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Jake? <laughs> so Bear Lake Monster can swim, uh, by one account, says faster than a locomotive. Uh, a little slow on land, though, but it can go on land, but it's slower. Well, there. you guys would love this. The Bear Lake Monster has a tongue that darts out and can snap roots quickly and snatch things to its mouth. Yoshi. Guys, yeah, it's kind of a Yoshi. Oh, that's awesome. Whereas the Loch Ness Monster, more of a classic dinosaur look. Well, the Loch Ness Monster, though, does fear religion. <laughs> or anything. It's not going to do well at Bear Lake. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Uh, but no, because like apparently back in the day, one of the first sightings of the St. Columbia saw mm. this man about to be attacked by a large beast in, Le- in Loch Ness. He then revoked him and basically cast him out. And the monster went down, quote, to never harm another man, retreated because of a priest yelling at him. Wow. He went to Catholic school, so he knows <laughs> he did, what he to well, do. If you're Don't gonna, get the right, ruler. Yeah. If you're going to get all religion, right, like, okay, so the Bear Lake Monster started off with a Mormon settler. So we got... <laughs> That's there true. we go. Witnessing. So we've that got a different religion there. Which, Nicole, I feel like because one is more popular, one is the traditional monster, uh, you're going to go for Nessie. No. What? What? No, 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 no. <laughs> This is a which surprise. Which means Kent's not, which means the Bear Lake Monster's going on? No. Yeah. The Bear Lake Monster's winning this one. No, it's Loch Ness. Nah. Nessie is Kent, so just skittish. Just because your mom has a personal experience with the Bear Lake Monster. Sure. Oh, we have she a, does? We have a place up there, you know. Oh, she told it's our pet. Me, she told me a story about her seeing something in the water. Yeah, she's full of it. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Mom. See, I love Nessie. I really do. I think she, she I is, really do. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> no, but in all, because uh, I don't picture Nessie as the plesiosaur anymore because I've, I've read other stuff and there's sure. things that How do you she, visualize it? Uh, well, I used to, when I was younger, I've read Steve Alton's The Lock. Mm-hmm. The Lock. And it's more oh. like he's d- done research, like it's a big eel. 
Oh, okay. So, so like, a, well, it's the Bear Lake monster. So, then. So, so it's a snake with a crocodile so mouth. So what they've actually come to realize, okay, let's get, this is true science right here. So Loch Ness actually has tunnels that go out into the wide ocean. Loch Ness, mm-hmm. the lake, so, not, yeah, not the monster. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the lake. So sometimes these eels probably could come under water caves into the fresh water. Right. And eels have been known to be able to... Yeah, they have fresh water. What the heck? Yeah, but so if it's bear-like monster versus the eel-like, which I always picture now, that that crocodile could actually snap that eel in two. Yeah, I think so too. (laughs) Plus, I'm scared every every time I fall off the jet jet ski in Bear Lake, I get real scared of what's beneath me. No, it's because okay, I've I've done scuba diving in Bear Lake too. Yeah, you go like twenty feet down, and it is. Black yeah. and you're well. Loch Ness, it's black like two feet down. It's is it? it's okay. muddy and, and gross. Bear looks a lot prettier. <laughs> Joel, what would you have gone for then? A Loch Ness monster. Because he just Kent, wants to say that a lot. Kent, Bear Lake monster. If you had the chance to change your answer, <laughs> would you? Not a chance. <laughs> oh, dang it! Are you kidding wow. me? First round, the kelpie's going down. <laughs> don't, don't give your, you know I, what? Honestly, it's probably for the best, so we stop talking this way, please. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I have a lot of Scottish friends. They don't care as long as you don't get mixed stuff with Irish. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Next up, we have Knuckle Avi from Scotland again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the Knuckle You're Avi. so excited. <laughs> Versus Bunyip from Australia. Oh. So the Knuckle Avi is a sea creature that turns into a horse uh, centaur on land. It's well, large. You, the head alone is like three feet wide. You say centaur, but yes. all the images I see is like it is a full bull basically mm-hmm. with like a man sewn onto the back of the bull so th- right this is what okay the thing you know like in the, in the thing where it's like trying to trans yeah they're trying to transform and they catch mm-hmm. it like in mad transformation yeah that's kind of like why i see this because the the <laughs> knuckle of has no skin yeah. yeah. It is just kind of this pulsating mass. muscular mass. mass of human and animal that attacks people. I love Ooh. this guy. Whereas the bunyip, I was kind of fascinated by this because, well, the Aussie roots yeah. can be found in Aussie waters. It's basically a skinny rat monster that can be any weird creature. Mm-hmm. Some so, cre- some people say it looks like a starfish. Some people say it looks like a snake with a beard. Some say it looks like a dog. Uh, some say it's a crocodile. Some say it's dark furred. Walrus tusks. Well, and here's an interesting fact. I forgot to put this in the notes. But people used to call the platypus a bunyip because they didn't have an official term for platypus yet. So, but basically, the bunyip in Australia is pretty much any. A lot better option for him. Yeah. Well, is it basically bunyip is a lot of creatures that people have seen, but they mm -hmm. can't explain, so they consider it a bunyip. There's a very popular song on YouTube that describes the bunyip in a very terrifying way. It says it's very bad. It's very bold. <laughs> wow. Now a thousand years old. <laughs> this thing is almost eternal. It's oh. a scary creature. And by the way, the, the video is very weird. Are you talking about from Dot and the Kangaroo? Oh, yeah. That thing has still terrorizes. That, okay, that was from the 1970s. Mm-hmm. It terrorized me when I was a child. And anyone from, from my, you know, early, late 70s, early 80s knows this song. It is still freaky. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, well, so you said that the Knuckle Avi. Knuckle Avi. Knuckle Avi is uh, in Scotland. Yes. So it has to contend with Nessie, who by all accounts is pretty nice. And the bunyip is in Australia, mm-hmm. which so it has to go up against everything terrifying on this earth. <laughs> and it's lived a thousand years. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> I think he are just you putting point. Are you putting opinion into this, Zach? <laughs> nope. Just not his opinion yet. Just moderating. I cannot figure out what the bunyip is, but I'll tell you what, the, the Nuklevi looks terrifying. 
Six feet tall at the horse head, nine feet tall at the humanoid head, weighing nearly 2,000 pounds. No skin, just this big, bloody, gross, horrifying thing. And it's like riding on this beast's back that has this huge mouth with sharp teeth. Right. It and does the look bunny looked like kind of a, I don't know, a drunk rat rabbit. <laughs> And like a like really seaweed. elongated body. But they, he also has powerful jaws. So I've got so to go with the Neclavi. Here's why I'm going to say the Neclavi has a detriment here, because the Neclavi cannot cross fresh water. Mm-hmm. Any human can escape it by crossing a stream. Literally, that is in the lore. But don't the cross the streams, Ken. The bun- <laughs> exactly. The Bunyip is a water creature and can cross salt, fresh water, anything. So yeah, it's a scary looking creature, yeah. but the Bunyip can change into anything but it wants Bunyip to. It'll look more creepy. prefers to kill by hugging its victims to death. Like the Pale Lady from Scary Stories of Tell in the Dark. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the Bunyip. Oh, this one's a hard one. I love the pictures of the Knuckle of Eve. I tell you, that's some of my favorite pictures to see. And it's creepy. Yeah. I wish that, like Hollywood would do something with the Knuckle of Eve. So that, but I'm I'm going with the Bunyip just because of what, what Zach said. You would. No, it's yeah. just because of what Zach said. He has lived a thousand years over in Australia. That, in Australia. Look at the picture of the Knuckle of Eve. Yeah, it looks terrifying. It looks <laughs> like uh like if the Grim Reaper had taken off his his cloak oh. or whatever and is writing came, something. It's if he terrifying. came to your yard and you were like, Oh no, you just got a shovel and made a ditch where water could go through. You could survive the knuckle beat. <laughs> that's but it. Also, I, I got to go with Kent because of the whole fresh water. He can't even attack when it's raining. And that's when the bunyip is. Because he has no skin. It's very painful. <laughs> <laughs> bunyip looks like a rodent of unusual size. Yeah, that's I true. I don't think they exist. But he, but, <laughs> but he also has very powerful jaws. So. so the second bunny in this bracket goes through. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> the bunny. <laughs> bunny. Bunyip. All right. Next up, we have Kappa. From Japan versus Groot Slang. This is Chris's favorite. She told me this I is, had to put this in. This is my favorite. The Kappa is a monkey frog. It's the size of a child, and they're awkward on land and better in water. Yep. And I'll go into some description in just a little bit. Whereas the Groot Slang, Joel, will you tell us about that? The Groot Slang is, it's like a, how can you describe the Groot It's like a reptilian kind of a. I, I think of it's an elephant from the upside down. Yeah, it's like, the, well, it's like this giant, is this, this is the giant elephant? Yeah, yeah. giant yeah. elephant, yeah. So, so basically the legend was the gods created this perfect killing machine yes. of an elephant and a snake. Mm-hmm. Sweet. And they, and they realized what happened, that they, they what they created, it was a bad thing because that this thing was going to take over the gods. So they were trying to kill all the Groot slings, but a few of them escaped. And this is kind of like Balrog from Lord of the Rings. This is like one oh. of the old evil gods, basically. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, they're very greedy, though. They love jewels. They love gems. Like a, like a dragon. In fact, they won't kill you if you have riches to give them and you can trade it. Mm-hmm. So they're very intelligent creatures. Yeah. The Kappa, not super intelligent. They love cucumbers and sumo wrestling. Yes. Okay. I but also, as well. But no, when you say, <laughs> they say cucumbers, like if you throw, like people will throw cucumbers into the water before they go swimming. Before they go swimming to distract the capix, they're like, "Oh, cucumber, cool." They yeah. do have three bums and can pass three times as much gas as humans. <laughs> the kappa can, but also the kappa has like a so they're a, lean and ready a cavity. to fight. The kappa they have has, a, head has cavity. a bowl in their head, like picture like a, a, an indent in their head that they carry water, and so when they go on land, they can function. If that water spills out, they're frozen. And they can actually get tricked into getting frozen. Like if you meet a kappa, if you bow to them, it will bow and the water will spill out. They love politeness. They will repay politeness with politeness. So one thing they do, and I, hmm, sorry, Joel, (laughs) I'm just going to come right out and say it. One thing they do is they assault people and things in water and they 
Try to steal a mythical organ from the anus what? that contains no, the soul. Kent, family so friendly. there's a organ. It's a medical term, but where they can st- they want that organ and they will get it. Well, no, and they, it contains your soul. They pull they pull out of the intestines, like out of your anus. Yeah, that's just, of, hey, hey, that's a planet. The I can't, even, I can't pronounce it, but it's an organ called the the shirikodama. But uh, that's the it's said to contain. I'm the soul. so glad the soul is not contained there. Can we just say that? I just don't even bother talking about so it. So I'm going to tell you why the Kappa would win. Okay, you ready? <laughs> Wild <laughs> card against a giant elephant snake. I haven't listened uh, to anything you said for 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take it back a year. Remember when Avengers Endgame came out and everyone said, "How can no, how I try to I try to same, remember?" Same. Most how, ambitious crossover. How can they defeat Thanos? Ant Man. <laughs> yeah, oh, the no. Ant Man theory. The yep, Ant Man yep. theory. That's all we need That's to exactly say. what Kappa's uh, going to do. Kappa is, cannot shrink. Uh, he's the size of a child, and this elephant is 50 feet long. That's still going to take some effort. And not in an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> he will get that mystical soul. You are, I'm, getting, no. I'm getting images. He uh, can't. Ace Ventura. And he when will take calls. that soul. <laughs> and the soul is gone. The Groot slaying, and Thanos will be defeated. Basically, uh, the but does Kappa. The, does the Groot slaying have a soul? The yeah, because like the God's created someone it's... trying to balance a cup of water on their head. Mm-hmm. One bump from this giant elephant creature will knock the water right out of his head, and he's frozen and devoured. Only the, on land, the not Groot in water. Slang, the Groot Slang eats elephants. They devour elephants. He can certainly devour a childlike reptilian creature with a bowl yep. on he, his head. You know what he'd do? He'd swallow him whole, and the kappa's in there, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and he's balancing his head, <laughs> and he gets to the end, and he grabs the organ, and he slides right out. Sorry, I'm sorry. Kappa, guys, Kappa for the win, please. Groot Slang. Please. I, I am Nicole. Groot Slang. Nicole. This is, this is amazing. I, this is a chance to make Bacon Cell history. I can see why Jacob left. <laughs> I was about to say, Jake, you left one week too early. Uh, oh, man, the Groot Slang is one of those classic, oh, my gosh. It's cool looking. So cool looking. But the Kappa. The Kappa, I don't know. I just think the whole bowl and the... Water on the head is weak, but he's also very strong. Yes. He's he's taken he, out sumo wrestlers. wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Swallowed whole. But the problem the problem is <laughs> the origins of Kappa, we didn't even get into this. No. So the origins of Kappas are supposed to be the souls of children that have been tossed away because they're fa- or tossed away to be drowned because their families couldn't afford to keep them. Hello. Sad. Uh, yeah, it's very sad. <laughs> So, oh my gosh, this is hard. No, I'm going with the Groot Slank. Just but on size alone. You side with Thanos. (laughs) Nicole, thank you. Thank you so much. For Groot Slank? Thank you. We can move past that one. You guys are no fun. You you don't want to talk about intestines coming out of anuses again? (laughs) Oh, no. Not again. Okay, next up we have... Sorry, Chris. <laughs> that was her favorite. This is a kappa. <laughs> next up we have Popobawa from Tanzania versus Wendigo from North America. So the Popobawa is basically a cyclops gargoyle. That's kind of <laughs> how I pictured it. Mm-hmm. Gargoyle body, cyclops. It's another vampire. Oh, shapeshifter as well. Yeah. He's very sinister. He's basically yeah. the devil's second-hand man, you know? so Yeah, he, he's kind of weird looking. Yeah. It's like a bat-like creature with like... The Cyclops bat creature. Yeah. He, I look at him and I, look, I see Nosferatu. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. But with one eye. 
totally. then you get the Wendigo. This is a cannibalistic spirit uh, resembling a zombie, some people say. And he can either eat you or he can possess you so that you then, in turn, eat others. Mm-hmm. So you become a Wendigo yourself. Yeah. And, oh, man. I've seen different like representations takes on it, right. of, of Wendigo. I, I always picture Supernatural. And one, one of the things that mm-hmm. really got me on this one is the lipless thing. Right. Where it's like they just don't have lips and they just have these teeth just to chomp and it's it's horrifying to me <laughs> and just like sunken eyes in the sockets as well mm-hmm. yeah uh this is interesting the the popobawa very carnal in nature stocks households it's a little bit creepy that way but then you have the wendigo which is the embodiment of gluttony greed and excess it's never satisfied with mm-hmm. killing anyone it always needs to be consuming mm-hmm. i think that's so creepy often associated with winter as well yep like most of the stories you hear is just someone that's starving there's a pestilence, but the Wendigo is stalking. I don't think they move really fast because you see it as a skeleton or a zombie. Whereas the Popobawa can fly, but it's very like it's very lustful. Like that is its focus. Yeah. So this is interesting. We have like the deadly sins together. That's what I was thinking as well. That's awesome. So the Popobawa. I'm just going to bring this up in very vague terms because <laughs> I'd rather take this on to let you two take it on. <laughs> the <laughs> you read the last round? <laughs> yes. So be, the Popobawa, Be classy and family friendly. Thank you. Popobawa will assault people if they sleep in their beds. Mm-hmm. And so if there's a reported sighting of a Popobawa in the area, a lot, you'll see a lot of men in particular sleeping outside or sleeping in a hammock or just like mm-hmm. not on their bed, on the couch or something. And the, the weirdest thing is, the, the, I don't know where to call this research is so bizarre, <laughs> but... If you are assaulted by a Popobawa, you then have to tell everyone that you were assaulted by a Popobawa. Otherwise, the Popobawa will come back and assault you even more. And, and, tell, and tell, tell, it's kind of like the ring. You, you know, to, you, you, you got to pass it on so you don't get the curse. Also, oh, it seems that the attacks <laughs> Popobawa and seem to happen around election years. I don't know why. <laughs> this is honestly That's such what a the weird fact. Said. I yeah. know. It's just bizarre. So... So I'm going to go first on this one. I think the Wendigo, the, the fact that it can possess human victims, I think we could it would possess many people in many households and just be ready to attack and somehow consume when the Popobawa thinks it has the power. The, these humans have the power of the Wendigo. And I think the Popobawa will be consumed by one or many. Nicole? I'm actually going to go with the Wendigo too. <laughs> I'm going to go in to go through. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't think we really care for the character of the Popobawa. So. You no, know, I just think the, the Wendigo genuinely is creepy and it has a very sinister side. Uh-huh. And yes. just be able to possess one and that they also become a Wendigo. So. Next up, we have the Jersey Devil from New Jersey versus the Dover Demon from Massachusetts, not Dover, England. Mm-hmm. The Jersey Devil is basically a goat dragon. Ba- yeah. A flying, flying hoot yeah. winged well, creature. In, in all fairness now, Mama Leeds, yes, was, Mama Leeds. Le, was saying, this was her 13th kid, and she's like, this is going to be the devil of me, mm. because after 13 kids, you know, you know about it. <laughs> and some even said that it is uh, Satan's child. So when the child was born, Satan. it actually came out attacking, and it started to become deformed, had a goat's head, and flew up the chimney, and has been terrorizing since. So Didn't it kill the midwife as well? Yeah. Which mm-hmm. the Dover demon is basically a gray that has been abandoned. And it has <laughs> rosy orange skin. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's he's an alien humanoid type creature, but it's not like he has a ship. He's so just, I, he's I call a wanderer. It, I call it a hipster alien, doesn't like UFOs. <laughs> so it just likes to walk around. It just kind of fall, like every count is just like, hey, someone was looking at me from that tree. Yeah. yeah someone was climbing on those rocks over there. Oh, I think it's the Dover demon. And yeah. then the Dover demon will run away. Some people have said it's just a baby moose. 
Yeah. Oh, really? That's yeah. it? Yeah. That's, that, that's, that's one of the explanations. A lot, a lot of people think it's just a baby moose that but I, is sickly. Make all the boy moose go, wow. <laughs> if it's between the Jersey Devil and the Dover Demon, I got to give it to the Jersey Devil. Yeah, Jersey Devil can breathe fire or poison water. It's it's Satan's son. Come on, Jersey Devil. Wow. Satan. Yeah. <laughs> Jersey Devil. <laughs> Plus, it's a hockey team. It's true. <laughs> Next up is the Mongolian Death Worm. From Idaho. Just kidding. It's from Mongolia. <laughs> Versus Dabar Chu. King Otter. Yes. Uh, King Otter. Other King Otter. Uh, he's from Ireland. So descriptions on these, it's, well, the Mongolian death worm, it's a worm, kind of looks like a dune worm a little bit. Yeah, red, blood red. Color. Oh, nice. It's shaped like a sausage, about no, two like feet it. long. Has no head or legs, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but it has poison that merely to touch it means instant death. Whereas uh, Debarchu resembles like, a dog or otter and it's 10 to 15 feet long. He's basically Jeff the Talking Mongoose without the personality. <laughs> <laughs> well, another, another thing with the Mongolian death worm is it also has electricity. Yeah. So it could electrify you. And this is what I find interesting about the Mongolian death worm. They actually had a multi-million dollar research team go out and search for this creature. They actually wow. have done like a Because who knows what's out there, right? Yeah, they, were look, they were like doing a two-year research trying to find this creature. But of course, it only comes out two months of the year during the rainy season. So, so here's the thing about the uh, king otter, though, Dubarchu. Is uh, which Bless is D B H A R dash C H U, but they usually hunt in pairs. And so what happens is if one of the otter king otters Debarchu get ki- gets killed, as they're dying, they emit a high pitched whistling noise, and then another otter will come in and help. Attack. Usually, its mate will come and get mm-hmm. revenge immediately. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know. Does the Mongolian deathworm is it able to kill two? No, it kills one for sure. It kills one. But yeah, then for sure, it, and that's it. You think King Otter gets the other I think hand? the second King Otter will come and take over. Now, see, I think that it's like a Pokemon thing where it's like they did poison attack on the one, mm-hmm. then the other one comes up and they're like, electrical attack. I think Mongolian Deathworm moves on. Okay. You don't really know what you just said, do you, Joe? No, not at all. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> Your Pokemon references. No. I think all a King Otter needs to do is, uh, well, the second one, because the first one will die, is take this worm to salty water, and that worm will shrivel up. The Mongolian Deathworm, you think, functions like a regular worm? Yeah. No. I think salt will kill it. Oh, that's, that's not canon. That's Ken, that's Ken oh. speculation. That's Ken speculation, everybody. I actually just created a scripted wiki page, so it's true now. Editing. No. I actually am going to give it to the death worm. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon. No, no fun. J- just because they have the ability to do electrify from a, a major distance. And I, I think he could take out either one or two of the king. I, the king otters are so adorable. Again, they're, they're evil <laughs> creatures. They're not By the evil. way, they crave human flesh. I know, that was one of the facts. <laughs> <laughs> they're so cute. Those 15 foot otters that want to eat I, me. I, the, the picture that I gave it, if you actually look really close, it actually is on top of a person. So yeah. Pleasant. <laughs> is it? Does the king otter yeah. also sleep all cute where it's holding the hands while it floats? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just think with the distance with the lightning strike, the death worm's got it. Okay. So Mongolian death worm moves on. Next up, we have Snallygaster from Maryland versus Beast of Bray Road from Wisconsin. So the Snallygaster, it looks like a tentacle mouth chimera. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if I need to explain well, a chimera, yeah, it's like a, it, it's basically a, it's kind of, well, it's, this one's interesting. It's like a pterosaur with clawed wings, a large beak, a really sharp beak, a one eye as well. So Joel hates it. It's yeah. all Cyclops. <laughs> oh, Worst vision, apparently. Cool, yeah. uh, wingspan 18 feet across. Uh, Beast of Bray Road is, is basically a werewolf, a werewolf bear-like mm-hmm. creature. Interesting matchup on this one because these two, not exactly, but they're kind of rivals. This Nallagaster fears the Dwyo 
And uh-huh. the Dwyo is a werewolf. So we have a werewolf versus a Snallygaster. Mm-hmm. I love the name Snallygaster. Uh, in fact, U.S. President Thomas Theodore Roosevelt reportedly considered postponing an African safari to personally hunt the Snallygaster in Maryland. Nice. Did he get it? Yes. That's why uh, he was elected for a second term. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what he ran on. <laughs> so which way are you going? I think the Snallygaster looks so creepy. It's almost kind of Lovecraftian because with the tentacles know, coming out of the it. mouth. So cool. But yeah, it yeah. fears cool. a lot. Like it fears uh, seven pointed stars. Mm-hmm. They yep. keep it at bay. And so does the Dwyo. The Dwyo mm-hmm. is there to protect towns. Mm-hmm. And so it won't even come nearby if there is a werewolf in the area. Well, the Snallygaster doesn't really go indoors either. Right. It always yeah. stays out. And but I think even though the wings are, are they're clawed, they're still, mm-hmm. it's, there's a canvas to tear into. Mm-hmm. And as scary as the Snallygaster is because it's a terrifying creature, I have to give it to the traditional werewolf here. Well, it's difficult, too, because the Snallygaster does lift up monsters. Well, it could lift up a monster. Right. It says here that it silently swoops silently from the sky to pick up and carry off its victims, and then it usually sucks its blood, mm-hmm. which it could do if it gets if it gets If it gets a human, road. yeah, but if it's something with claws and teeth. But I'm saying it picks it up and then starts chomping on it. Right. I don't know. This is a tough one for me. Right. This is... Especially, I don't know if it could pick it up because flight is a big advantage here. Piece of Bay Road is a big creature. Yeah, seven feet tall. Mm. I gotta give it to the Beast of Bay Road. Same. Sorry, Snally Gaster. Take that three. <laughs> okay. And the Beast of Bay Road moves on. Good old werewolf. Good boy. That's a good boy. <laughs> That's just my baby dog. <laughs> and for the final matchup of this first round. <laughs> first oh my round. Gosh. I apologize. I'm sorry. Why, it's mostly me. And you see why we break these into multiple shows. <laughs> Oh, geez. Once you get the first round down, though. Yeah. Once we get the introductions <laughs> down. Next up, we have the Tatzel Worm. From Germany slash Switzerland. Versus Mothman. From West Virginia. I had to include the Tatzel Worm because, you know, I didn't want you cat lovers to think I'm only canine. Thank you, Wait, because there's lots of canines here. <laughs> yeah, so well, the Tatzel Worm is a stubby lizard, two to seven feet, with a cat-like face. So it's a cat snake. So basically, with if you, little tiny legs. If you took it, you took your little pet cat, you chopped off its back hind legs and Hello. just extended its its tail. That's what it looks like. Except for it can move and slither on its tail, yeah. and, and it's, it's like a and, yeah, teeth. Where's Mothman, Jolie? I know you're a big fan of Mothman I prophecies. It. it was one of my favorite horror movies back in the day. It I still was quite creepy. Enjoy the it. whole chapstick thing still creeps but me out. He's basically <laughs> a, a winged humanoid, and mm-hmm. some say he doesn't have a head. It's just kind of his eyes are like it's on like, his chest. It's huh. like his head is sunken in. in. Yeah, sunken in. Yeah. Wait, Joel, where is he from? Uh, West Virginia. Country road. <laughs> Point Pleasant. So, do we see Mothman as a fighter? Because I know he's like a herald of impending disaster. Mm-hmm. As well, noted by many accounts. Also, but here's the thing. If people, he can fly over 100 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And anyone who gets a close look at him becomes, uh, suffers from extreme fear and psychological distress. So just seeing him puts and the you get fear in you. extremely ill. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a question of, and the problem is, though, the Mothman also is kind of reckless in that he likes to fly along cars. Like when cars are driving, he likes to fly alongside them. He's and a dash trickster. Yeah. Huh. He likes to make himself known. Okay, so I think I do think what, what you said, Joel, that the Mothman would look into the face of the Tatzel Worm and stun it with its looks. Especially since the Tatzel Worm, Kent, uh, tends to possess a skittish, non-confrontational nature due to its smaller stature. Ooh. Yeah, just cats are nice. I think that the Tatzel Worm <laughs> isn't going to last against Mothman. I think Mothman needs to move on, and not just because Richard Gere was in that movie. <laughs> you, it needs redemption, is, it, is that what you're saying? I need there, Mothman to go another round. There is one breed of Tatzel Worm that is very vicious. 
but overall they are very skittish. So I gotta go with the Mothman. Big four Mothman with yeah. the sweep, which Chopstick. is sad because Tatsalorm was featured in an episode of My Little Pony: Friendship Is Magic. Yep. Oh, I take it back. Nope, too late. <laughs> Vote has been cast. All right, listener. Now that we're moving into our second round, we're going to be moving through these a little bit faster. So yes. we're going to reference that, now, things. Now that you've seen the pictures, legwork is done. We're going to reference things that have already been said on the show. Uh, go back to previous arguments, but we will be moving a little bit faster here because Zach wants to go home. Not necessarily. <laughs> I love the bacon cave. Next up, we have... Oh, look out, Joel. Mm-hmm. We have Bigfoot versus Jabba Fofi. Jabba Fofi. Jabba Fofi. The spiders. The big spiders. Big spider versus big ape-like creature. Here big ape that can throw rocks. Mm-hmm. That can throw rocks and squash a spider. Yeah, it's got to be a giant What rock, do you do though? when you see a spider? You squish it with your shoe. What does Bigfoot have? The biggest feet ever. <laughs> Bigger okay. feet than the ninja, which is 90 feet tall. <laughs> Joel, is that the argument you're going to all of a sudden <laughs> Oh, unbelievable. Spiders. Jabba, <gasps> say his name. Jabba Fofi. Jabba Fofi. <laughs> so Jabba Fofi versus Bigfoot? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going with the biggest feet crushing the spider. 24 inches. That's the size of me. Ninjin is a giant. <laughs> I'm in the water. When is the spider ever going to go in the water? It can Ninjin walk on land. disadvantage on the land. <laughs> Bigfoot is not. Bigfoot knows the terrain. See, I'm not scared of spiders. By the way, if your, fo- if your foot was literally just two feet long, would you step on a four-foot spider in any world? Uh, also, are you Bigfoot? <laughs> <laughs> a, a woodland creature with no fear of other animals. All right, Bigfoot for the win. Bigfoot's pretty cool. All right, Joel, you killed Jabba Fofi. I did. I, I just like saying his name, and I'm going to miss you, Jabba Fofi. <laughs> Next matchup, we have Hodog. Hodag. 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 Which is the smiling frog lizard. Versus Greys. The Greys. Little aliens. Little gray aliens. Great control capabilities. Gray aliens? Yeah. A lot of people will match it up to to gray alien. Gray alien. Mm -hmm. I'm going to bow to this one because apparently aliens are the coolest thing ever. No, I actually don't think the Hodags are as intelligent. I think it's like a fierce beast that you could never like grab. But I think maybe strength in numbers, maybe if there's some technology, but I don't want to give them technology. I think they aliens themselves are frail, but I think there is possibly strength in numbers here with. Well, it's the whole the whole theory on those aliens is that they've kind of moved beyond needing a physical strength because of their mental capability. That's why their heads are bigger and their bodies are smaller. Right. But some aliens have been caught by, you know, rednecks out in the woods. You know, I mean, if they can do it, why can't something (laughs) welcome to Earth bigger take them down? (laughs) I'm going with the Greys. <laughs> I was going to go with Hodag. Uh, okay, me too. Hodag. No, <laughs> I thought you were abstaining. No, if it's Hodag, I will go for Hodag. I think it's Hodag. I think I think the breathing fire and smoke, I think would definitely affect the. Uh, I would like to re-enter the race. It's Hodag. <laughs> no, it's not because the the, the Greys also have the silver suits, which also helps with the the cold and extreme temperatures of space. Yeah, guess what? It could get giant the- tusks could go right through that. Well, you excused yourself, so I'm going to put in my vote. For Hodag. <laughs> oh, man. Hodag wins? Hodag wins. Guys, this is so cool. You what? Just Because you want to own a Hodag, is that right? Yes. <laughs> Nicole, I'm I, sorry. I'm just putting it out there. I'm not the one to be abducted. Okay. These three uh, went off. Are you talking to him right now? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we, Bring don't it have, on. we don't have our hats. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a great story for a Pagan bit. Come get me. All right. Next up, we have Skinwalker mm-hmm. versus Jackalope. <laughs> well, <they're laughs> Guys, this is pretty good. <laughs> this is I, the worst. I really, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't see how a jackalope can win this. Not at all. Really, the skinwalkers have adapted so well to being in nature and to 
take they, but they can't be gored. Like, if they're another animal, they can be attacked they can, by something no, they, they sharp. Can, they can be injured, but the thing is, I just think they've wrestled with wolves, they've wrestled with eagles, they've wrestled with all these other animals, mm-hmm. and are able to take their form. Because that's the thing is, you know, they're able to take the form once they put the pelt or the skin of the other animal on. And I think a jackalope is going to be something they're worth getting a little bit of stab wounds for. <laughs> So, Skinwalker. Yeah, Skinwalker. Yeah, Skinwalker. <laughs> Sorrel Jackalope. Hey, you guys. Next up is Jeff, the yeah! talking yeah! monster. Jeff! Versus El Chupacabra. Chupacabra. Oh, that's a that's an interesting matchup. <laughs> yeah, but we got to celebrate Jeff. <laughs> we get we get Jeff and uh, a canine, basically. So, Jeff. I like Jeff. Don't get me wrong. I, I really like Jeff. I especially like when he says... I am not evil. I could be if I wanted. You don't know what damage or harm I could do if I were if I were aroused. I could kill you all, but I won't. <laughs> I love Jeff. Oh, oh, and this one. Oh man, if you are kind to me, I should do like a weasel voice, but <laughs> or don't, uh, <laughs> please. <laughs> if you are kind to me, I will bring you good luck. If you are not kind, I shall kill all your poultry. I can get them wherever you put them. <laughs> he likes chickens. <laughs> I think the thing that you just said there, I could kill you all, but I won't, just amasses so much power. He, and it's a talking mongo, so it's silly. It is. That's why he's, I think he's just a little too full of himself. But the confidence, I think, stands. I think, and by the way, he can shapeshift into any animal yep. as well. And he won't turn into a goat or a cow, which are apparently very dangerous, <laughs> but also <laughs> taken down pretty easily. <laughs> I'm going to give it to Chupacabra. I'm sorry, guys. I love Jeff, but he's, he's, he's going to get it. Chupacabra's going to get him. I think Chupacabra, he can run fast, but if you have like a mongoose running around your neck, maybe slicing a little bit of your throat. Hello. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of whispered. I think Chupacabra is going to go down. I think that tongue is very weak as well. Plus, Jeff has the creativity. Chupacabra. Jeff the talking mongoose, please. Jeff the talking mongoose. Sorry, I need to be respectful. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's all about creativity and wit, and he could trap it in any way. Even with cows, he would sacrifice Chupacabra cows. Chupacabra has sharp spines or quills running down its back and leathery wings. Also, I'm going to give this here. Uh, he guarded the house against approaching guests, which, by the way, I would love. I think we'd all love a Jeff. I need like a if Jeff. someone's coming in, uh, like ring your doorbell, you want a Jeff, so they stay away. What's a more unwanted guest than a Chupacabra <laughs> coming to kill your livestock? Well, see, that's that you just made a point. He is able to detect what is out there. Yes. So he could prepare himself for the Chupacabra. Well, the thing, oh, if you guys want to look up Jeff, it's G-E-F. Yeah, yeah. G-E-F. And he actually told everyone, this is my name, this is how you spell it, so I don't know. <laughs> I think... I'm, with, gl- I'm just glad it's not G-E-O-F-F. No, it's just G-E-F. Oh, no. yeah. Yeah. Just G-E-F. Yeah. Jeff. Yep. And I think because of his all-knowing, and I've seen videos of mongoose take down uh, cobras. I'm going with Jeff. Not just because I personally love him. I honestly think he has the skills to do it. Jeff! So with that. I wish you guys kept Kappa because Jeff versus Kappa would have been amazing. (laughs) That would have been awesome. You guys just pushed ahead Jeff. Oh, the talking mongoose. Jeff the talking mongoose. Over El Chupacabra. (laughs) Yeah. Jeff is the best. This is so strange. (laughs) Right, we're moving to the other side of the bracket where we have the Bear Lake Monster versus Bunyip. Oh. Once again, Bunyip was that skinny, scary rat monster. It can change appearance to a giant starfish snake with a beard. Uh, also a crocodile face, which is kind of like the defining factor of the Bear Lake monster. Mm-hmm. Very long, snake-like, can swim faster than a locomotive because locomotives <laughs> can swim fast. <laughs> but there's a Bunyip. So it's like a shapeshifter versus like a very like an impending force. I don't know, Cole, what do you think? 
Again, going with the bunyip, just because what Zach said, a thousand years of being able to survive it. But remember, so Australia is not known for its large creatures. No. In fact, they're very small. But they're small. also known for their salties. They have salties. And so the bunyip has sur- survived. There are large saltwater crocodiles down there. That's true. <laughs> that's very true. I've seen some crocs down there. Yeah. <laughs> when we, I was down in Australia, that's basically they said, watch out for the salties. Well, that's and the bun- bunyip can cripple its victims with its roar. Which apparently mm-hmm. is big, even though the yeah. size of the bunyip is not huge. Joel, what do you think? I didn't think the bread-like monster should have gone this far. It I, did beat I Nessie. I, should have been, I should have been taken out by Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> so it's bunyip for the win? I think bunyip could win this. Or he's going to win this one. Same. And bunyip goes on. Next matchup is Groot Slang versus Wendigo. Okay. So Wendigo, kind of a, a cannibalistic zombie skeleton creature versus a giant elephant snake. So here we have greed versus gluttony. Oh, that's another. That's that's a good one. But it's also size and just sheer damage of the Groot slaying versus kind of like a slow moving corpse that means pestilence. This is tough. I want Wendigo to win because he terrifies me. But I don't see how the Wendigo could take down the Groot slaying, the giant elephant like creature. So I got to give it to Groot Slang. What if the Wendigo possessed people who are possibly collecting gems, collecting riches, and brought the, this elephant, the Groot Slang, many I gems? I disagree with this argument because I don't like it when you guys bring in entire armies of people who are not involved <laughs> with the actual it fight. It can possess people. Literally possess people. The Wendigo can. It can. Yes. But when why, you bring why? in entire armies of things oh, that oh, are okay. not involved, <laughs> uh, Joel, you have a Joel, hopper-like two people situation. Hopper. <laughs> Two people with gems. Is that okay? Two people. I don't know, because I give you an inch, you're going to take a whole mile and say that he can control all the insects I'm just in trying to make an argument for the other side. What Two if people with gems. This is possess- why I brought the boards. <laughs> I think one by sheer size could win, but I think the win to go is so, like, has had forever long to think about how remember, awful the, the it is. The Groot Slang is a god, basically. That's true. And actually, it's well, a little it's longer than the win to go. The first slang was like in 1887. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you've got to but it, it seems like one of the old gods. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Wendigo seems like it's it doesn't straight. seem like a god as much as it is a creation. Well, the gods feared him. You got to remember, These are all even creations, the- Joel. <laughs> <laughs> you got to remember, the gods actually feared the Groot Slang. So if a god fears him, I- I'm going with Groot Slang, I guess. Oh, I that sucks because I really want Wendigo. I love Wendigo. Uh, okay, I know it's a bummer. That's I Wendigo's know. so much fun. It's so creepy. It is the Very cannibalistic creepy. thing, you know. Ooh, and with me. that, Groot Slang moves on. Oh, man. And now we have the Jersey Devil versus the Mongolian Deathworm. So acid spit and poison versus... Fire and poison. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow, this is... this. Oh, that would be a good fight to see. So if one shoots poison, are they immune to poison? I see... Okay, this is oh. how I see it playing out. Okay. I see the Jersey Devil picking up the Mongolian deathworm and its talons and taking it up. And then the Mongolian deathworm starts uh, releasing its poison, the uh, acid mm-hmm. stuff, and starts it starts eating away at the Jersey Devil, its talons. But the Jersey Devil, in pain, squeezes really hard because it's in pain, and Mongolian deathworm... Do you think squished. both may die, but the worm would die first? I think the worm would die and Jersey Devil be maimed. I can side with that. I, I, I'll throw, yeah, that, Jersey that's Devil. A, that's a good one. That's a good a, argument. Well, I've been studying Mongolian deathworms for years. Apparently, the Mongolian <laughs> deathworm is attracted to the color yellow. So if you're ever in Mongolia, be careful of wearing the color yellow around. Generally careful wearing be. the color yellow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, next up is Beast of Bray Road versus Mothman. Ooh. All right, once again, a werewolf creature about seven feet tall and the Mothman, a humanoid with wings seven feet tall as well. The question is, can the Beast of Bray Road get through the crippling fear that comes from looking at the Mothman? And would the Mothman do anything? Well, it's a straight... And that's the thing. The Mothman, I don't know what he can actually do other than fly and drop people and warn of danger coming. And, and granted, I do think flying would be a weapon. <laughs> like, you know, throwing, uh, throwing something against... Like a tree, for example, or you down gotta, a cliff. A lot of people picture him like as an owl. Now you got to remember yes. the strength and the stealthness of an owl. The only time people he is actually seen is when he wants to be seen. So he does. I mean, like hitting cars and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's he's pretty stealth, but uh, but he doesn't seem overly aggressive. I see the Beast of Bray Road as a, as a vicious animal, where I see Mothman as cor- you know, like the creepy guy in the corner of a party. <laughs> <laughs> you look at him. You look at him. You're like, Ugh. But stay away from that guy. And it means the party's gonna get you know the party's gonna die soon. But you just kind of walk away. <laughs> so you're, are you saying the werewolf? I'm saying Beast of Bray Road. Wow. Okay. Against Mothman. Mothman's a classic. I know. I know. We only have one of the classics left. After maybe. You know what? I want to take out a classic. Let's do it. Let's get wild. You're gonna, you're gonna Let's take get, out Mothman. You take it off Mothman. 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 Really? Mothman. <laughs> you're gonna go with Beast of Bray Road. Yeah. Wow. Stunning upset for all of you at home if you're playing along. I still want to go with Mothman, but I lost because of that. Well, you can stick to your gun. You the pity vote. That's fine. No. <laughs> we give it to jail all the time. <laughs> so. We're to our Elite Eight. Moving back over to the other side of the bracket, Bigfoot versus Hodag. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was a good one. It seems I, like Bigfoot and his dog, basically. I think I was going to say, these seem like a buddy cop. I know. Oh, I would watch Let's this, movie. this movie. It's like Turner and Hooch. <laughs> Legend has it that Hodag was the reincarnated spirit of the sturdy, hardworking oxen that dragged logs from the forest. It's a reincarnated oxen. Like Babe the Blue Ox? I I think that Hodag is a killer. He's a battle cat oxen. But what I think is that Bigfoot is a higher level of intelligence than Hodag. And I feel like this would be kind of uh, King Kong versus uh, the dinosaur in the old King Kong movie. Are you talking about Godzilla? Well, no, 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 no. In the old Godzilla movie where he takes the dinosaur's jaws oh, and just kind of... Oh, are you talking about the Skull Island? What happened to him no, being a I'm pacifist, the old Joel? 1931. <laughs> yeah. 1933. But Bigfoot's also... He's been pre- through a lot. He, he knows how to protect his territory. He just had to crush a giant spider with his feet. He's not happy. <laughs> two, two feet. Jeff R.I.P. Jeff Ruffelfi. I think he may try to pull the jaw, but the hodag actually has a big grinning mouth. That jaw could probably uh, yeah. go full 180 degrees there. And I think those teeth, if you see the smiling grin plus the tusks, plus the tail that can come around, wrap around the side of but Bigfoot what, and stab him in the side. But what if Bigfoot has uh, squirt guns full of poison water? Then he is in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> those squirt guns. Also, Bigfoot, like when he was caught on camera, he kind of just like sauntered away and I hope they didn't see me. <laughs> <laughs> That's his voice, by the way. I think he's a gentle guy. I am Hodag. (laughs) Yeah. I think Hodag is going to take the upset. I think we're going to knock out another big one. Do you think Hodag is messing with Bigfoot? You know, I think yes. I think there's a rivalry here. Nicole, you have to decide. Oh, God. I'm going with Hodag. Hodag. You just took out Bigfoot. (laughs) We took out Nessie the first round. I didn't expect. I didn't take out Nessie. (laughs) I like the Hodag is going this far. <laughs> this is going to be the hopper. We're going we're, we're to get to the end and it'll be like, okay, this person won. People are going to be like, who? What? <laughs> Not that they need to be known to win. It's true. It's true. 
well, we have a known one here in Skinwalker versus Jeff the Talking Mongoose. Oh, no! <laughs> Skinwalker. It's a skinwalker. They are better hunters. <laughs> they are better at adapting. They are, they're not sitting there saying things like, here's another Jeff quote, I am a ghost in the form of a weasel and I shall haunt you with weird noises and clanking chains. Jeff also says, if you saw me, you'd be petrified, mummified, turn into stone or a pillar of salt. Jeff can also turn into any animal and is smarter. Wouldn't you say good prevails over evil? Jeff is good. The skinwalkers are evil in nature. And also, I'm going to throw down this Jeff card. Seems like kind of you a are jerk. gonna. You cannot Jeff is the roommate. Jeff, on. Jeff is the guy. Who's Jeff just, is the jerk. Hey, like, like I, no one wants to hang I out crash on your couch for a week, and then he's there for a year. <laughs> and he, he eats all your biscuits and bananas and chocolate. But he protects your place then. He sure does. Okay, do for a price. He's like a mafia but member. What, what, be sure, be bad if something happened to your place here. I pay him. I pay him. <laughs> okay, I'm going to throw, I'm gonna throw down this card. Jeff the Talking Mongo Goose is considered also might be a poltergeist. So it's true. Might be. Put, he could, According to probably himself. <laughs> hey, I'm a poltergeist. <laughs> hey, didn't you know? Believe I'm a poltergeist. Me. But the thing I, is, I think of the weasels in Roger Rabbit when I think of Jeff the Talking yeah. Mongo Goose. <laughs> I'm super smart too, by the way. <laughs> no, I, I was thinking if he's a poltergeist and he is able to possess things, would he be able to if. possess the skinwalker? I don't think so. Uh, because I think their evil kind of drives them, but I do think it's he can turn into any animal to match that animal. This is Merlin versus Madame Mim, and I think good will prevail. <laughs> Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Uh, am I ever serious, Nicole? <laughs> Are we serious about if these you fictional make, Some Some Navajos believe that if you make eye contact with the skinwalker, your body will freeze up with fear, and the skinwalker will use that fear to gain power and energy. See, they have similar similar energy then, because Jeff does the same thing. He paralyzes people yep. just by looking Petrified, at them? mummified, turned into stone that's or a his, pillar of salt. That's him saying that. Hey, I wouldn't want to go against that. <laughs> I'll believe him. No, it's basically, he just thrown it but off also, there. also, again, he also has the ability to know that he's coming. Yes. And what form the skinwalker but, is taking. But the skinwalker also has some tools at their disposal include fragments of human bone launched by blowguns, which can poison and kill the unfortunate de- victim. And they use human blow, human bone dust, which causes paralysis and heart failures. Corpse dust. He's, Jeff is going to be like, what's happening? <laughs> bone to the head, dead Jeff. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's horrible. I honestly think Jeff is going to see the Skinwalker coming. And he'll be prepared. You be kidding Did me. you just <laughs> knock out Skinwalkers <laughs> for a talking <laughs> mongoose? <laughs> this is my hopper. <laughs> you monsters. <laughs> Jeff is my hopper. <laughs> That's not a good thing. <laughs> I know. We can't reference it as if it's a good thing. Joel, sidebar. I'm really sorry that I'm not in this one because I've agreed with you so many Thank times. Uh, that's I, why we'll refer to I our cryptid expert. I basically gave them five different ways that, that, Jeff, that uh, Skinwalker yeah. is going to kill Jeff. Yeah. And they're like, oh, but he said he was really tough. <laughs> he told us. Look, he said his dad could beat up our dad. I, I trust him until I can't. And he's won every battle so far. So he is tough. He came from India. He somehow he navigated the world to get to the Isle of According to him, he probably <laughs> came from around the block. He totally did. <laughs> I just flew in from India and boy, are my arms tied. Because <laughs> he can fly. According to him. (laughs) Okay, next up is Bunyip versus Groot Slang. Okay, so Bunyip being the shape shifting uh, Ireland monster and Groot Slang being the Australian. Ah, Australian. Sorry, sorry. And then Groot Slang being the South African giant elephant snake like creature. So Bunyip has the bellowing cry that it releases before it pounces on its victims. 
and his long claws. So he announces himself. Yeah, and I think Groot Sling's going to take advantage of that. And when he jumps at him and goes, Rah! Groot Sling turns around with his mouth wide open, bunyip in the mouth. Groot, Groot Sling for the win. I'll second that. You're just going to second that? Yeah. No love for the bunyip? I love the bunyip. I, the, How much? The, <laughs> Prove it. But, but the thing is, the Groot Sling, the, the sheer mass of it... And the quickness of but you know, the, the bigger snake. they are, the harder they fall. There is a weakness in there. I know, but the, the bunyip... Mm, let me think about that. Yeah, this. like well, the well, half fish thing. That was pretty weak. It shouldn't have been the, against the spider. I don't know. Has the bunyip said that it's a really good fighter? <laughs> we'll believe it. <laughs> if it could speak, then yes, we would. But that just shows it. Jeff has intelligence. I'll give it to the Groot Sling as well. Yeah. Yeah. Just Clean sweep. Communication does not necessarily imply intelligence. <laughs> Pay can sail. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And our last for the final four, Jersey Devil versus Beast of Bray Road. Ooh. All right. Ooh. Goat Dragon versus a Werewolf. One's got wings, but the Brute Beast of Bray Road has taken down things with wings in the previous two yeah. battles. Uh, I do love the Jersey Devil. Uh, by the way, the one of the first ever found footage movies came out in 99. I think it's called The Last Broadcast. It's really well, creepy, uh, really low budget, but it's about the Jersey Devil. And it's just about how it comes out of nowhere and can take people. It's a Blair Witch type movie. Mm-hmm. And just the, the fact that no one really knows or has ever seen it. I mean, any of these really. But it's just it's so mysterious and it snatches people when they're alone. Mm-hmm. And it just preys on things and kind of waits in the wings. Pardon the pun. So they're isolated. So when uh, the the Colorado Rockies ended up moving over and became the New Jersey Devils of the National Hockey League, you're doing this a is good. Reference. It's like because this. New Jersey Devils are tough as hockey players, and I think that they could take down a werewolf. Hockey players could. So I'm going to say New Jersey Devil. That's my logic. Because you're trying to win over Nicole. Uh, it's well. working. <laughs> it's working. You mentioned hockey. I think it really comes down to the the fire breath. I think the wings could be taken down. The Jersey Devil could be beaten that way but i think burning a werewolf alive uh, yeah it's pretty I, I solid got, yeah. yeah i mean like i said the jersey devil is basically supposed to be the son of a satan he's got advantage right there so, he Cri- does have flight. puppy flight does have the advantage over a hairy biped you know yeah totally agree hairy biped yeah. that is the worst <laughs> right jersey devil and now we have our final four what's <laughs> jeff, our final four jeff made it to final four our final four on the one side of the bracket, we have Hodag versus Jeff. And on the other Wait, side... Wait, say his full name. Jeff the Talking Mongoose. There you go. Show no. some respect. <laughs> I know. And then there is Groot Slang versus the Jersey Devil. So, let's start on the other side. So I, this is quite the variety. We got, it is. We got a little weasel creature. We got a giant elephant. We, we have got a, a, a lizard frog. A lizard frog and a goat, uh, flying goat monster. And, surprisingly, one that maybe people have heard of. <laughs> the Jersey so, Devil. Jersey Devil, yeah. Right. Hodag versus... Jeff the Talking Mongoose. It's Hodag. It's Hodag. Oh my gosh, it's Hodag. No, but, but, but Jeff says he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> my friend said I'm cool. Trust me. Uh, Hodag, what long is- tail with spears at the end. Huge fangs. Horns spouting from his temples. 200 pounds. 7 feet long. 30 inches tall. What has Jeff got? Nicole. <laughs> he's got me. <laughs> she loves him. I love Jeff. Jeff could see Hodag coming. Oh my but there's gosh. nothing he could do against no, him. No, I'm going with Hodag. It's Hodag. <laughs> Joel's so surprised <laughs> right now. Where was this last argument? Well, look, skinwalkers can turn into a wolf. He'll see or him a coming. Bear. But, He'll see him coming. But guess what? So can Jeff. I don't think Jeff can turn into skinwalkers a Hodag. Skinwalkers 
That is the worst <laughs> stupid argument you guys have ever made. I know I'm regretting it. <laughs> Neither. But Hodag goes on. Uh, Hodag. Skin, Skinwalker should have gone on, but <laughs> Hodag versus Skinwalker is super cool. But by all means, Jeff. <laughs> the talking monger. <laughs> and he falls. Bye, Jeff. I love you. I love you, Jeff, too. Love you, Jeff. <laughs> all right. Groot Slang versus the Jersey Devil. So the tusk of the Groot Slang is really cool because, once again, it's very serpentine-like. And there are these sharp teeth that are, like, all down the tusk. And it's creepy. But as big as it is, I think something that flies and can breathe fire and drop poison on it. I do think this may be where the Groot Slang is taken out. I think there may be a weakness, whether it's the poison in the eyes... And he can he can slash around. He mm-hmm. can try to j- get on its uh, hind legs and and hit the Jersey Devil. But I think the flight is the one weakness of the Groot Slang. I think if you're on ground, anything's crushed to the Groot Slang. But the Jersey Devil will take this one. So uh, the Jersey Devil has glowing eyes. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Groot Slang might think that those are gems. Possibly. And Possibly. so I think that maybe he will be distracted by those and not and kind of like wanting the gems instead of fighting. Because he's very greedy. Yes, that's what he says. He values gems over killing. And he's going to be waiting there looking for the gems that are coming at him. And then the fire comes out and just burns him. And then he gets mad, starts swinging around because he's blinded now. Mm-hmm. But by then, Jersey Devil flying around, burn, 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 burn. Groot Slang falls to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Did we just take out a primordial god? <laughs> well, he's no Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Jeff versus Groot Slang would have been incredible, you guys. No, I was hoping for that. You would have seen him coming, guys. Well, no, but I was hoping for I was hoping for the Jeff Groot Slang because, well, he, Groot Slang is part snake. Mongooses always oh, go after the nice. snake. So that would have been a good combat mm-hmm. with the mongoose and the snake. <laughs> So now the finals. Who is it? And for our final round, we have Hodag versus the Jersey Devil. So, I mean, you need to look up a picture of Hodag because really to get a feel for what he looks like, it is, it's intimidating. You look at him. So, yeah, there's different, obviously different depictions of the Hodag. But he's very spiny with a lot of teeth. He is. But and he has scales time, as well. Yeah. As well. I don't know. It seems like he, to me, I, he, he still seems like a, an animal, whereas the Jersey Devil seems to be like sheer evil yeah devious yes and so i gotta give this to the jersey devil simply because i feel like he has the power of flight he has uh more intelligence he has speed i don't think hodag has those things hodag definitely doesn't have the speed but he has the strength and he in the end i'm just gonna say i'm gonna go with jersey devil as much as I so love the finals, Nicole, you can make an I argument. No, but no, it's just because, like you said, he has the intelligence. Hodag has the ability to to toughen out the, the fight, but Jersey Devil has almost the immortality of evilness. He'll be able to just basically wait him out in the end, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see, okay. I okay. mean, you could say but, that I would give it to Hodag mostly because I think he's adorable. I love him. And he's he not can, adorable. He's so cute. <laughs> Have you guys seen an adorable thing before? <laughs> don't say Jeff. <laughs> he, he tells me he's adorable. Hodag runs on all fours. I don't think the Jersey Devil has that kind of speed. He's not Mothman. I don't think picking up Hodag and dropping him anywhere would really do any good because Hodag could you know, spike him in a way. I do think the poison and the fire 
Maybe not the fire, but the poison would work against Hodak, but not the fire because he's very scaly. But if he uses the poison, he could get to his flesh and then set him on fire. You're going to go at Jersey Devil. Yeah. Okay. It's a good call. So what are you doing, Ken? Are you sweeping? Or are you, you did Hodak? I mean, I just for argument's no, it's sake. It's okay. You could be on the wrong side. That's fine. Because <laughs> I like you to have, have fun. You have been on most of this show. Have I? <laughs> Jeff uh, the Talking Mongoose? You shouldn't have gone oh, that far. Mm-hmm. No, you shouldn't have. So Skip. do you want to make it the official declaration, Zach? And with that, Jeff the winner Jeff. of the Bacon Sale Cryptid Bracket and one of the strangest shows I have ever heard, <laughs> we have the Jersey Devil. Boom. <laughs> wow. That was something. <laughs> the, the best thing to come out of Jersey. I'll oh. 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 <laughs> what about you guys? This? You guys may not be happy with uh, some of the results, but you made your bed and you sleep in it and the Popobawa may find you there. Stop that. Stop that. No. Oh. Nicole, thank you. As, thank as you. we're leading yes. into October, no, this you. was a great way to kind of get in that spirit without being too creepy. Right. Uh, a little disgusting at times, but sure. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this. Uh, we really do encourage you to print out this bracket and play with your friends and look up these cryptids because uh, the, is it crypt? I'm going to say it wrong. Cryptozoology. Yeah is a very fascinating subject and it's fun to look into these creatures and hear the sightings and read the accounts. So make sure you do that. And you, you may even have these stories in your local area as well. Your own personal monster that stalks your area. Maybe I'll come back next year and do another bracket. That'd be Ooh. awesome. Yeah. Which but, which one's your favorites? Which ones didn't I didn't include? Sorry. Yeah, let us know. Uh, Nicole, anyone you want to give a shout out to or anything you want to plug? I'm shout out to you guys for staying up till almost two o'clock. <laughs> oh, well worth it. Well worth it. <laughs> yeah. Now, before we go, we do want to thank our patrons in a couple different categories. In our I Am The Listener category, we have Adrian Gray, Terry Finley, Kyler Loves Bacon Sale, Crew Dutler, Sean Sanquist, Alicia Bass, Braden Winterton, Sweet Bottom Cakes, Jessica Drought. Have you seen the Sweet Bottom Cakes? Uh, follow the Instagram. Very, very cool. Oh, nice. Jennifer Kilkowski and Babs. And in our Bacon Council, we have Chris Anderson, Nicole D. Hale, <laughs> Ryan Farron, Matt's Ah. Stephen Ross, Jessica Terry, Brian Manson, and Reverse Listener. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you, patrons. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter, or you can find me performing with QuickWits. They perform every Saturday night at 9 o'clock online for free right now during this pandemic. So... Watch a free show of QuickWits and enjoy. If you want to find me on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews, it's ShowtimeShowdown.com. If you want to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram. That's at TumblingMustard. Uh, but most importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale on all the social medias, especially Instagram. We could use some love there. At Bacon Sale, of course. And make sure you're liking the Facebook page. While you're doing that, make sure you stop by tpublic.com slash Bacon Sale and get yourself some Bacon Sale shirts. I'm trying to convince these guys to add a few more to the store. Jeff. We may have some new looks come soon. <laughs> we probably will. Maybe. <laughs> and then if you want to support the show because you like what's going on and you want to give some love, you can do so on patreon.com slash bacon sale where support starts at just $3 a month. You can get access to bacon bits, which happens sometimes. sometimes. And this, this week was a fun one. We actually played a game on there. Mm-hmm. So I would encourage you to uh, patreon.com slash bacon sale. No. All right. Now, you may still be skeptical about cryptids, and, and I get that. You maybe should be. Unless you hear about it from Jeff the Talking Mongoose. He's always right. I can see it coming. <laughs> hey, did you myth me? I was able to introduce the bacon seal world to Starfish Hitler. Essential. Carnal activities. Essential. Essential. Sounds like essential oils. I hate being honest. See, this is why I don't camp anymore. I listen to too many podcasts. 
Joel, let me hear your voice for one more time. You told me to shut up earlier. No. <laughs> like half an, an hour ago. Everybody, everybody, let's be quiet. <laughs> Joel. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody be quiet, except for Kent. Because he likes belly rubs. <laughs> is, is that canon? <laughs> Don't we all? Jibba Fofi. Apparently, Jibba Fofi is Jibba Delicious. I oh. want one more round talking about Jibba Fofi. Luska 2020. Heck hey. yes. Haunted pants. Are you saying pair of legs don't have any brains? Yes. Joel, you killed Jibba Fofi. I did. I, I just like saying his name. I'm going to miss you, Jibba Fofi. History. I can see why Jacob left. Knuckle AV. From Scotland again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She told me a story about her seeing something in the water. Yeah, she's full of I, I love Jeff. Jeff is amazing. Wow. You have a crush on him. I do. He's my favorite cryptid. I love him. When I first heard about him, I'm like, where's this guy been all my life? I think we'd all love a Jeff. Be sure be bad if something happened to your place here. Did you just knock out skinwalkers <laughs> for a talking <laughs> mongoose? This is my hopper. Communication does not necessarily imply intelligence. Bacon <laughs> sale. He said his dad could beat up our dad. It's Hodag. It's Hodag. Oh my gosh, it's Hodag. No, but, but, but Jeff says he's cool. <laughs> I shall haunt you with weird noises and clanking chains. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. uh, am I ever serious? What's a more unwanted guest than a chupacabra? <laughs> R.I.P. Jeff Ruffofi.